Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. This is episode 11 of Welcome. My name is Kareem Kanji. Thanks for joining me. Today, my guest is a podcaster, blogger, and one of Toronto's most, most unheralded boosters, Mike Boone, a.k.a. Toronto Mike. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Hey, Kareem. Nice to be here, man. Yeah. So this is episode 11. George we, Bell's number. I was going to say that. <laughs> and the number every time I play anything, I pick 11. You are, so, so was he your, your favorite Blue Jay? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like of all time? Uh, Yeah. Uh, because you always, like, whoever you loved when you were a kid is who you'll end up loving for all time. I think so. Like, it works that way. Because at that time, everyone's, like, larger than life, and uh, they're just... It's different when you're an adult. Like, you can see the warts and stuff. That's true. Adult, but you don't see it as a kid. Now, you had a chance to see his warts. Didn't you? <laughs> I like, did, yeah. Like a week and, uh, or so ago? Yeah, yeah. The drive of 85 was celebrated, and I was there, which was wicked. Did it you was, did you get to meet those guys? No. Oh, They okay. were just on the field. Ah, I, okay. I, no, I, I, get to meet. I got to meet Alomar the day, two days before. So that's, yeah. yeah. So I went to the, the Dave Price uh, Friday night game when Alomar, Alomar came into my suite. Okay. And we chatted briefly, and then two days later, I came back for the drive of 85. Nice. So that, that was a good weekend. That yeah. was beautiful. So he was... He was always my favorite, and, and I, there was no rhyme nor reason on why he was, but he was the closest ball player to me. So back in, back in the old X, yeah, of course, you yeah. remember the $2 Dominion tickets? Yeah, yeah, you can get $1. Was it $1? Well, it was $1 Dominion. It was $2 regular price. So pro- it was, recall, it was yeah, probably yeah. like on sale. I remember half price at Dominion. Bridalwood yeah. Mall, the Dominion, and, and Scarborough. Wait, how old are you? I, we're the same age. Are we? Yes. Honest to God, I thought I had five years on you. Did you? You look too good. Look at this Thank guy. Thank you. Honestly. <laughs> it's a good skincare. I'm like, how does this guy remember the $2 seat? Yeah. It was, and, and I still have the Dominion, bat, it's not a real batting helmet, but sort of that plastic Yeah, of course, because the Catelli bats were big, and the, the Catelli yeah. bats, and the, the Mr. Sub The Mr. Uh, Sub bags. bags. And the, yeah, the Dominion, the, the Dominion uh, fake helmets. That's yeah. right. I still you have that. That you can't use but in a game. That's the one thing I've kept. Honestly, those were the best, like uh, Catelli Bat Day, and uh, that's that's the Exhibition Stadium at its finest. Oh, that was it was, it and was the seat beautiful. cushions. Who made the seat cushions? Do you remember those? I do. Was the Shoppers Drug Mart or something? I can't remember. Okay, there were seat cushions too. I don't remember the seat cushions. Like this is before all this bobblehead nonsense. Oh like, my! We were so excited to get our uh, <laughs> oh for sure Catelli Bats. It yeah. was, um, and I remember back to school. You get a pencil case. There was, you know, in September there was a back to school game. Um, but I he loved, was. I loved those exhibits. I loved. I loved the bleachers because it was first come first yeah. serve, and you had a That's lot of right. fights. Do you remember fights breaking I, out? I don't. I remember the first game I went to was with. It was with. I guess it was a cub, a boy scout, and I, I don't remember the game at all. I just remember talking to the buddy beside me, getting getting those batting helmets, and oh, the game's over, and we won three to one. And and that was it. And 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 the left sounds like a Jimmy Key game. Pretty might have been. Might have been. <laughs> might have been. Uh, not a Saruti game, I don't think. Might rest in key. peace. Yes, rest, that's Cerruti. right. Um, but he was George Bell was the closest player. 
He was in left field, so you saw the name yeah. Eleven Bell. Okay, he'll be my favorite. Oh, well, that's a good reason. And and I think I think I picked well. I think we picked well. Okay, I was well, I watched a movie on TV called Tiger Town. Okay, okay. this is like I want to say eighty three or eighty four. Yeah. And this guy, it was sort of like a natural ripoff of the natural. The guy I can't remember okay. his name. Yeah. So Roy Hobbs was the natural, and this guy, yeah. I think he was played by. Who, who's Brody in uh, Jaws, and why can't I remember the actor's name? Roy Schneider. So I think he played okay. this. He played some... This kid idolized this player, uh, Detroit Tiger. And the kid would go to every Tiger game, and he would send his vibes, and this player would, like, excel. And for some reason, hmm. I, I saw this, and then George Bell became my guy. And ah. I used to fantasize about going to every game at Exhibition Stadium and sending him my vibes. Because <laughs> George, George Bell won, he won the MVP in 87. That's right. So I mean, Alan Trammell. But even, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. And he hit like 26 homers back when 26 homers to me felt like 55 would feel today. Like, Remember when yeah. Barfield, what did he hit? 40. 50? He hit 40 in 86. Was it 40? That was, that was the big one? He won the crown. The Why did AL I think 50? Never hit 50. So only I guess, only I guess one Blue Jays ever hit 50. Jose. Yeah. Joey Bats. Yeah. Who I love, by the way. We'll talk if I had to pick a favorite today, I'd pick Joey Bats. I love, oh. This is yeah. a Blue Jays podcast, right? We can make it. It is now. It is, <laughs> it is now. All right. <laughs> Blue Jays part two, because we did a big 20-minute one. Um, last week. Well, that's all we want to talk about. I just uh, rode here, and I went, rode by all the guys going to the, the Dome. for. And I saw a bunch of Detroit Tiger fans, and I literally I was yeah. biking along, and I yelled, Tigers suck, to this nice family that's walking to the Dome <laughs> Detroit. on Queens Key. I'm sure <laughs> Windsor. I, I must be from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Somewhere in but usually this place, so we're in the Pacific Junction Hotel in Toronto, and, and usually this place is packed. In you here, you normally have a fire truck right outside. Never of the sirens on. <laughs> There's never a fire truck. Outside. I gotta cover this for TorontoMike.com. <laughs> Excuse me. Find out. Yeah, exclusive. What's what's uh, what's going on? But um, no. So th- I mean, those were the quote unquote good old days. We're back, baby. Of, I feel uh, it again for the first time since '93. I feel it's it. exciting. Yeah, of course. It's, it's really exciting. Uh, what's our magic number? Do you know? Is it too early do, for magic numbers? Do they have magic numbers with wild card? I don't know. You have a pennant magic number. Like I, I don't even. I'm not even thinking of the wild card. I no, want the we AL don't want the wild pennant, card. So I, there's yeah. a number. There it's too early number. to really look at that number. But I think we're uh, still. We are just over a month away from the end of the season. The season ends in early October now. Yeah, October used to be reserved for uh, postseason. Yeah, yeah, for the classic. But um, well, we'll talk more about baseball. But let's sort of. Um, you have notes in uh, like Google uh, Docs. Yes, right? I do too. Do you do that so as well? I have it in Google Docs too. So it's interesting. So, but I have it on a tablet, and I lay it in front of me, and then I just to remind myself not to miss like hot certain points. things. Yeah, and I've noticed that because people will say, "Oh, you got your notes there and stuff like that." Yeah, so my tablet's right to my left, and then I'm on the mic, and I kind of glance over it. I'll be like. And once in a while, I get it wrong. Like when I asked Josie Dye uh, about when she started her career in Coburg, and she said and she, she never worked in Coburg. <laughs> and think because your previous guest said, <laughs> now yeah, the guy uh, Ro- uh, Johnston, Chris Johnston, writer, he yeah. lived in Coburg, which I just drove by. Like I drove by Coburg, and I'm like, I know that place now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know where Coburg. But I don't know why I thought Josie Dye worked in Coburg. I actually think I got it from her wiki page, and I think somebody must have just threw it up there, uh, updated some wrong. Yeah. Or, or maybe she is from Coburg, but sh- maybe she's in trying denial. to forget. I don't know. Maybe she's she was, she was lovely, and she could be giving birth as we speak because That's she right. was super pregnant. That's right. It's um. It was interesting. So a friend of mine, Greg Tilston, I think he lives in New Jersey. Die or knows her husband on the beach. Well, yeah. she lives in the beach. Yeah, he lives on. You don't call the beaches. The, not. I'll call it the beaches. I do too. Actually. I'm from Scarborough. <laughs> from Scarborough, <laughs> you can do whatever yeah, you want. The other side of the world. <laughs> Um, but you've been blogging for a while since 2002. 2002. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you remember your first blog? The first entry? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, I know it was about... Uh, okay, first of all, the the thing is, I was blogging before uh, before, blogging before blogging existed, so they disappeared into the uh, abyss. So I used to have so a, where were you a homepage. Okay. Uh, it was my name.com. I had a homepage, and I would write things that are blog entries, essentially, and I'd have like the most recent 10... And I delete the last one and then write a new one. Like I would, del- it was just a flat HTML page that I edited in Notepad. Oh, okay. okay. So I would just, I would just, I maintain. I, I wrote, hand coded the HTML and I would delete the last one and then I. So I just had ten entries all the time. Okay. And at mm. some point, uh, at some point, I discovered blogs existed. I saw one somewhere and I said, "Hey, that's what I need because it like our permalink. There's a permalink for each entry and there's that's an right. archive, so it doesn't go into the abyss." And I said, that's what I need to do. And then I, I switched over in oh late my 02. And everything before that was blown away. But was blo- you didn't save it in so Notepad? No, no. No way. You don't no. think about these things, no, no, right? No, no, no. I, I didn't. It's just a, a homepage. Wow. We didn't call them. They were called personal homepages. That's what we called them. Wow. In the late 90s. So in 02, I started what is the blog. Yeah. And the first entry was because I was a big listener to 102.1. Yeah. And I noticed that the big hits that they were playing were by artists that I was listening to in the early 90s. Like That's Nirvana right. had that release, that posthumous release, You Know You're Right. Do you remember this one? It, when they, they had that new Nirvana track that came out when they had the Greatest Hits package released in like, well, 2002. Okay. So You Know You're Right was like in the top five. All right. There was like a U2 track in there. Yeah. There was a Pearl Jam track. There was like a... Everyone who came uh, out. Chris in the Cornell early 90s. with uh, Audio Slave had a top five hit. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was just writing about how these artists in the top five. This could have been, you know, nineteen ninety three, and yeah. that was all I wrote. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. So grunge I, was back because I, I know some. You, I think you had mentioned it or it came in conversation when your when your podcast that you've been blogging for a while. So, so let me see how far back oh two this goes, and it doesn't seem like that far that long ago, but. It is well in blogging years. It's it's, it's forever. Long, I don't know. There's not many who have gone long. The grandfather uh, of blogging. How many years is that? Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah, quite a while. Time. Um, There's wh- like tw- like thirteen thousand entries. Why did you start blogging? I'm a natural born archivist. Like I was uh, keeping scrapbooks and stuff when I was a kid. The George Bell when he in, I think it's eighty four. Yeah. I think it was eighty four. He set a record for like doubles in a season by a Blue Jay, and I cut that out of the Toronto Star and stuck it in my scrapbook. I so my scrapbook has all the stuff from the drive of '85. Which do you still like, have your scrapbook? I have. Yeah, I, I wow. actually I have photos of it. Like there's entries. I think I have a, a category called the Vault. Okay. And if you go in there, I actually have posted pictures and stuff from it. Wow. So. I was really uh, big on the drive of 85. Were you like a Toronto Sun? Were you no, Toronto, Star, Sun? Toronto Star came to the house okay. every day. So that was the paper I read. All right. And I, like, talking about magic numbers and following pennant races, like, I watched or listened to every single uh, game that season in 1985. Wow. And I kept a scrapbook. Of, and I, Doyle Alexander got the big win in the clinching game, and I have a That's picture right. of him. I think George Bell's holding his chin, and they have champagne on their hair, and I have a picture of that in oh, my scrapbook. Oh man! I got so I've been blogging as a in non-digital forever. I I archive yeah. things like I just archive things. Like wow. I have buddies who have passed away, and I've I've gone and got their like their websites. I've and I've 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 archived it somewhere yeah. just so that knowing that at one point that domain name's not going to get renewed and that server's gonna, gonna yeah. it's gonna be gone, and I'll archive it and let it live forever. Like I've been doing this for. Everywhere, forever. That's amazing. Like, I just I call it being a natural born archivist. Wow. Yeah. So you like an online scrapbook? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's so I, I I enjoy documenting, like sort of like, taking the temperature of the city at this time, and I can wow. go back and see what did I write when SARS was happening here. What did I write after that 
that blackout, which was the same year. In 03, I can see, you know, the various, you know, how did I feel when the, uh, hmm. this is going back, but when the Leafs uh, swept the Sens in the first round. Yeah. Uh, how did it, you know, and I can look back at all the teases the Jays have given us in like Mays and Junes where I'm like, I think this That's is the year. really interesting. And I can just point to it all. I can see it all. Like it lives forever. And at some point I'm hoping one of my kids will like get off on the fact that they can actually they can take my temperature throughout like my 30s and 40s like yeah. it's all there it's not like they'll you know dad is getting old let's sort of sit him down and find out what he did back in the day and uh get stories from him they can just go to yeah my that's, yeah I mean, these sh- this should live forever in some some way yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing i remember scrapbooking but what did i i kept stuff so i really enjoyed there was this toronto sports writer for the star I want to say his last name was Loutons or Lotons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Richard. Richard, was it? Yep. Um, loved his stuff. Just really loved his stuff. And I think he passed away. Yeah, um, he did. So that's, I really enjoyed that stuff. I really enjoyed back when, um, oh, Evander Holyfield and Tyson were fighting. Yeah, of course, the uh, the ear. and the, uh, yeah, I all, liked Razor Ruddock stuff. So I was a big, like when Razor Ruddock and Tyson were going at it, like, yeah. Ruddock was representing. The, Remember all that stuff yeah. back, you know, back, oh, Hector Macho Camacho <laughs> and all those guys. And I mean, I that's the stuff that was in my locker and yeah, and yeah, the yeah. stuff. And uh, But I, I kept some albums, but uh, I have no clue where they Look, were. I, when John Candy died, I cut out the article and oh, kept wow. it in there. Like, I, think, and I went to Hulkamania in 87, and I cut out all the stuff about Hulkamania. Amazing. Which was at the uh, exhibition. Uh, the was it Maple Leaf Gardens? No, uh, Exhibition Stadium. Outdoors. 70,000 of us, they said 70,000 of us wow. were there. For, uh, the, big, the big title fight was uh, Hogan versus uh, Paul Orndorff. Wow. Mr. Wonderful. Now, do you have that on VHS as well? No, no, no. Just, That'd be uh, amazing. No, I don't. That would so, be amazing. So, trust me, it's somewhere. So, you can find that somewhere. Now, have you, like, are there certain things that, you're, that you've learned over the years about blogging or the internet as a result of, of, of all the stuff that you've done? Of course. I mean, my um, blogging doesn't pay my mortgage. So, uh, no. so I basically, I treat blogging as like a sandbox to, so basically it's a place where I could uh, practice or work on like HTML and CSS techniques and Especially okay. search engine optimization. So almost everything I learned about SEO is through trial and error by getting my hands dirty in the sandbox that is torontomike.com. Yeah. So I'll learn all this stuff in my sandbox, and then yeah. I'll, some in the B2B world, some of it may apply, and I'll bring it over, and then I will do a digital marketing for in the B2B world. So basically, I, I use the blog as a way to teach myself different techniques and different different coding techniques and different SEO practices and just general wow general skills. Now I'm trying to remember when I first found your blog, but the f- the one of my earliest memories, and it's not so far back. Mm-hmm. And you let me know whether we can talk about this or not. Um, the Brian Burke issue. Yeah, you can talk about that. Okay, cool. So what? Tell me that story. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, you, 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 got, you must be like one of the only sort of bloggers that just does this for fun <laughs> yeah. to get a cease and desist Okay. Letter. First of all, yeah. I, um, 100 people, maybe I'm a little hyperbole there, but a yeah. lot of people sent me this rumor via okay. email. Like, my buddy tells me this, hap- this is going on and this happened and great detail too. And I, I do what I always do when I get this stuff, which is I delete. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to publish anything like that. It's pure speculation, and I'm yeah. never going to, like, that's not what Toronto Mike's about. 
but at some point, uh, a commenter. So I have these open mics. That's right. And I used to have them twice a week. Now I have it every Friday. But open mic is essentially anyone can write anything, like a, a rant. You can go off on Stephen Harper, or you can you can talk about the Blue Jays, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's a free-for-all. Somebody left a... The, I think it was the same... Like, people were copying and pasting this exact same rumor about Brian Burke and Hazel May. Okay, okay yeah. The great Sportsnet broadcaster, <laughs> uh, Hazel May. So this rumor, somebody posted it in the comments of the open mic. Yeah. So I don't know. I I didn't delete it. It just was some silly rumor, and it, it made it through my little filter. Yeah. That I, it's, it lived on my site. I didn't write it, but it was on my site. Yeah. So at some point, uh, one of Brian Burke's very expensive lawyers sent me a, a cease and desist. And it wasn't what bothered me wasn't like delete this or we're going to sue you. It was delete this and send us the IP address of the commenter Whoa. or we're going to sue you. So I wrote the guy back and I said, look, I just deleted it because I think it's BS and I would I would delete it. If, you, if someone wrote something about you yeah. and you said, Mike, that's not fair, delete it. In a heartbeat, I'll delete it. Sure. Like, I'm a very fair player. Yeah. So I deleted it instantly, and I said, look, it's deleted, but I will never, ever send you the IP address of the commenter. Like, I'm just not going to do wow. that. And yeah. I never heard from them again, and so they didn't bother suing me. But I, yeah, so I, I have complied in that I deleted the comment. But yeah, so Brian Burke sent me a cease and desist. I immediately you wrote about it. No, I immediately copied and pasted the entire cease and desist and put it into a blog entry and let the world know what I got from Brian Burke's lawyers. Like I did that instantly. And then I did a podcast episode about it where uh, we talked about it. Yeah. Now, do you, like, was this written about anywhere else? or were you Yeah, like, no, it was, in fact, okay. if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, a bunch of anonymous people were sued over this. Like, uh, yeah, like, and, and, and I, I don't know how they, I can't remember how the lawyers, maybe they just sued anonymous people and they had funny names. Like, I can't remember the names, but... This was a big news story because nobody had ever gone after anonymous commenters on the internet before because of the Streisand theory. And the Streisand What's theory that, yeah. is basically that when you fight something like this, you just bring big attention to it. Like there's more more people know about Brian Burke and Hazel May because of them of the suing fights. these commenters than ever would have known about this nonsense rumor by reading like forums and blog comments. Hmm. Like it's just you, you why bring attention to it? Just ignore it. Now, do you because you you've been archiving Toronto essentially uh, for over a decade? Do you do you? Is there some sense of responsibility that you feel towards? I don't know, getting getting facts right or of course, yeah, making sure that you're protecting commenters or like what sort? What goes through your head? Well, I I go on gut here, so basically, getting okay. it right is very important to me. Like I've I've yet to write an entry where I've had to say oh, I was wrong. Like I'm very sure. especially with deaths and stuff. Like sometimes. One that always is brought up to me and that I always remember is Martin Streak's suicide because mm-hmm. I was the first public space to write about it. And it was tough to write that entry, but I did I did some due diligence just to make sure I was 100% sure this was accurate. And then I wrote about it, which is just the sad news, which is one of my favorite DJs just took his own life tonight. Yeah, And it's very, very important to me that if I'm going to write something like that, that Better. I got it right. Like, So I'm not a journalist by trade and I don't yeah. consider myself a journalist. But I'm not. A, I don't write about rumors, and I don't. I'm out there. To, I want to get it right, and then share my opinions on things. And it's very important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. Cool. Super important. Very interesting. I've always. It was interesting, and you've talked many times about Martin Streak, um, and and I and 
I've always thought, you know, in, there's been actors and actresses and sports figures that pass on. Um, and, and I'm very curious. Like, you you were, I don't know if, you've ever, if you ever met the guy or if you were friends with the guy. Never. But you sort of had that connection based on, you know, you growing up and listening to the music on the radio station. Listen, he was larger than life. Okay, mm-hmm. He was a... a th- throwback i want to say to when that station had better days yeah he was there 25 years i think and basically for him to basically be there 25 years for them to let him go which happens in radio and that's business and they let him go but two months later for him to just basically say okay that's it for me i'm gonna leave now enjoy the party and to basically opt out yeah like to take his own life to me that's a fascinating, like, you'll ne- we'll never know why. This guy was a, a healthy, great-looking guy who had a lot of opportunities. I did a lot of homework on this. I've talked to so many people who knew this man and worked with him and can tell me about the various opportunities that were in store for this guy. Like, his life wasn't over. He just didn't have that particular job. Mm-hmm. But he's so closely identified with that station to the point where he had a tattoo of the station's logo on I've his tattoo on his ass. And... and the people I've talked to, and I've the Martin Streak. I mean, you name it, I've talked to them. Yeah, you know, from Alan Cross to uh, David Marsden to George Stromalopoulos to you name it. You know, mm-hmm. and, as re- and Josie Tye was the last episode, That's and I right. talked to her because she worked with him. But yeah, I mean, uh, Todd Shapiro, you know, Freddie Patterson, who worked a long time. Fred Patterson, he, he goes back to the Spirit of Radio days. Like he's been at, he was at CFNY. Mm-hmm. Like from the late seventies to when he left for Mojo in two thousand. So yeah. I mean, I'm just somebody larger than life. Like this guy was always on Alpha Male, and then at some point he just decided two months after getting candy, he said, "Okay, I'm gonna exit." To me, it's um, how that whole thought process to decide I'm gonna opt, I'm gonna check out now. Yeah, just blows my mind. Interesting. Blows is, my mind. Is there anyone that that you're connected to that way now? That if they were to die, you'd go. Holy shit. Like, maybe you won't be Well, there's as lots of people like that. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. Like, for example, uh, I'm, one of the most recent examples is this this Canadian sprinter, Andre de Grasse. Like, yeah. All of, I'm so into this guy and what just the, the progress he's made in the past two years. He only started running three years ago. And oh. now he's third place at third world place championships the behind uh, Bolt and Gatlin. Yeah. Okay. This is world-class stuff. This is uh, Olympic medal hopeful. And forget next year. We're, we, we're hoping to get a bronze. You know, that'd be best-case scenario. Five years from now, this guy... He's the man. He's, he's, he could be the man. Like, this is, this is Donovan Bailey 2.0 here. Yeah. So guys like that come around. It's like, I just get like... I'm he's just not so Ben Johnson like, 3.0? <laughs> I, hope, I hope not, man. Because that would be devastating. My brother had a poster of him in the... On the wall, back when he was with, I think, Team Mazda or something. Was it Mazda? Yeah, it was Mazda. Mazda? Mazda. Yeah, absolutely. Team Mazda. I loved Ben Johnson. I remember seeing him in Tim Hortons out in uh, Scarborough. He he was large. He's like... Oh, I I followed his career so closely. Yeah. When he won... He was in... uh, What was it? He ran 9.83 in Rome. I think that was a world championship, and then the whole run up to the nine seven nine in uh, Seoul was crossing. Seoul? Was like literally slowed down, looked over shoulder, raised like his hand. Like in Crosby, <laughs> we're talking sports now, but Sidney Crosby, for example, yeah. uh, just guys like that. Like it would just, just these guys who are so full of life and so like just so just special. Yeah, I just hate to see them cut short. Like the Kurt Cobain thing. Like Kurt Cobain, I thought he was the greatest. What a musical genius! And then he just opts and out then, at twenty seven. Yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. All of it's, a sudden, I just don't understand it. Like I don't understand. It. Like as bad yeah. as life gets, 
It's dark as, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, you make lemonade out of lemons. Like, yeah. uh, I've been dealt a lot of lemons. You get a lemon, you, there's always a spin where you can make it work for you and you can improve things, like, almost yeah. always, anyways. Yeah, things, healthy. things must be really bad mentally, psychology. Like, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. You're anyone. not a doctor. Then I'm out of here. And I don't play one on TV. <laughs> but, um, no, it, things must be really bad and it, it must be, in, there must be some sort of a headspace there that somebody just can't see that there's a corner. Like, yeah, you know, and that's it's, it must. I, and then, then, then the great debate I've had with many people is: yeah. so if someone, let's say Martin Streak, for example, sure. who I've been criticized for calling a Martin Streak because apparently my T's are D's. <laughs> I'm not a trained broadcaster. I do my best, but yeah. Martin Streak. Uh, people tell me, um, oh, where was I going before I went with the D's and T's? Then okay, so if he decides to take his own life, which he did, sure, he put a suicide note on Facebook and then he he hanged himself. I don't think that's in the public world. You might have an exclusive there. Maybe we're not even supposed to know that. No, I don't know. But he takes his own life. Yeah. Do you have to be mentally ill to take your own life? Or can somebody of sound mind, mind and body, I think, he, let's say he's 45 years old. I can't sure. Remember. Can someone at 45 decide just I'm done and it's not mental illness? Like, this is the great debate. Like, do you have to be mentally ill at 45 I and healthy to take your I own life? I guess that's a sort of a debate on what, what's the definition, right? Is somebody who's depressed, is that mental illness? I don't... Yeah, well, no, depression... Well, clinical depression is mental illness. And is there... And so is clinical depression... Like, what's the difference between clinical depression versus... I just have a really shitty day. Oh, the blues. Yeah. That's like the blues. Like, I think that's like... If you get fired and you're like... Or your, your girlfriend breaks up with you... Then it's like what if you get fired? Your girlfriend breaks different. up with you. Your mortgage is due, and you don't okay, have the yeah. money. That's not clinical your car depression. Breaks that's down. like in, you're reacting to your, the environment around yeah. you. And to me, that's different. Than so I guess maybe the answer is yes. Then I, I think someone who because uh, and I don't know Martin Martin Streak. Like I never knew him. I only knew him as a fan. I just yeah. talked to people who know him. It sounds like he just up and decided I'm done. Like yeah. it doesn't, you know. And I know he had demons, and people talk about this, but sure. it sounds like he had slayed yeah. all of that. And anything to do with, uh, you know, drug use or anything like that was behind him, and he was a healthy yeah. guy. And I think very sad story. We, I think we see it a lot these days. With it's very rare that someone will go on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram and post something depressing, right? Like no one says, "I had a shitty day." Here's a photo of my shitty life. That's the problem with Facebook. Forget Twitter for a minute because sometimes they will on Twitter but on Facebook yeah. everyone shows their best face and then people look at Facebook and they see all my friends are having great vacations have great family lives have great jobs like everyone's showing their best face on Facebook and it looks like everybody, that's, uh, yeah. everybody has a great life but you. And so we don't know Right? Like, I'm not a big Facebook fan. I'm not a big. I don't use it. I don't use that? it for the Toronto Mike world. I only use it for the uh, friends and family. Like, yeah. let me see your two year old. You know that kind of thing. Like, yeah. I use Facebook basically so I can see pictures of my nephew and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't let Toronto Mike fans into my into Facebook life, world. I yeah. keep that for like friends mm. and family. Yeah. That's how I treat Facebook. But I, I, yeah, everyone, everyone looks like they have an amazing life on Facebook, and it's just so phony. Yeah. But I think that's sort of the mystique, right? My former business partner says, Scream, I see you've been traveling. I haven't traveled since May, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So I haven't been traveling. <laughs> but it's sort of the photos that one shares, it's like, I, you know, so when we see someone who go, but I always thought things were going great, you know? And, yeah. and I think social media or Facebook is sort of, 
promotes that because we don't want to share our you dark You cherry secrets. pick what you're sharing. If exactly. You, if you're going to cherry pick, you can make everything, you can make yeah. shit smell like uh, roses. Yeah. yeah. I think Mark Maron's the only guy that sort of, here's my life. <laughs> yeah. No, and I love that stuff. I love you that know? stuff. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. I like real talk. Like, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the breakfast television, like, uh, and no, no disrespect to these kind of morning shows, but like the the, the morning zoo clips. stuff and the two minute clips and everything's quick paced and happy go lucky and it, I just like a long form real talk. Like give yeah. it to me, warts and all, and let me you know drill into the story. This is the reason I started my podcast is because yeah, two minute clips. Yeah, I want to be if I'm gonna have somebody like George Strombolopoulos who I'm interested in because of his not only his fan 590 stuff but he's got his edge 102 stuff as much music stuff and then his rogers hockey stuff yeah like there's so many parts so many of things and, that he's done and his relationship with martin streak they were very close there's so much there i want to talk to george i want him to sit in my sit with me for two hours if i could have him for two sure. hours and that's why i started toronto mike because you can't do it in two minute clips it's just bogus that's you know and i i totally agree with you there's i mean there's a bunch of podcasts that i listen to and you know, so there's yours. So I, I, there's 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 a bunch I subscribe to. I think there's over six I subscribe to. Oh yeah, it's not bad. But there's probably three that I always have to make sure I'm up to date with. Who are the three? So it's WTF. Yeah. What the fuck with okay. Mark Maron? Yeah. Uh, there's yours. I'm in good company. Yeah. And oh heck, what's the other? Is it probably This American Life? Yeah, that's uh, the standard, the gold standard. Yeah. So those are the three, and and. And then you know after that, um, the, you know there's there's a startup one that I listen to, and all, the one thing that all of these have in common is it's long stories. Yeah, right. There's no ten minutes. It's not two minute clips. It's I've got it. I know when I start listening to um, to Mark Marin, that's for the rest of the day. So it's on my commute to work. Yeah, yeah. and it's on my commute home, and and so that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and and so. Um, and I enjoy those ones. And so when um, when I started podcasting, my first iteration of that back in in 2010, it was I want to have conversations with people. I don't want to have three questions, ask them, and then that's it. Bingo. Yeah. Right. That's I want it. I want to be able to talk to them. Conversation. Yeah. Like a back and forth without a yeah some producer wrap it up. You know all that jazz you get on terrestrial radio. You know. And yeah. I don't know if this is if it's. Um, not if it's PC or not PC to say this, but one of my favorite interviewers was Jan Gomeshi. Um, he, you can like his interviewing. Yes. It doesn't reflect okay, on you All not right. liking his you know, yeah, love life his or personal whatever. Personal life or whatever. <laughs> it's just the way he treats women. And, and what I really enjoyed was when he would have sort of a show devoted to one interview. Yeah. Right? So when he interviewed Neil Young, I think he did it three times, but the first time he did it, the show was just Neil Young. Yeah. And... I remember at the time not deleting that podcast, and I said I need to keep this. Nice, you know, and and that's what I really enjoyed, and, and so that's what I enjoyed about all these long forms. My uh, my favorite interviewer, yeah, is Howard Stern. I still haven't heard him. Well, because I just yeah, maybe it's uh, I well, he was on terrestrial radio for a long time. Yeah, so I used to get him on WBUF for a okay. long time. Buffalo. Then when he went to Sirius XM, I heard him less, but. 
I had a source basically where I could download for a long time. I could download the episode. Uh, probably, in fact, I might as well admit it, it's probably illegal. But somebody <laughs> would share each episode on the Torrent Network as an MP3 file, yeah. and every day I would download it, so I would get it a couple hours after it finished or whatever. And I uh, and even I just came out of two weeks of cars that had Sirius XM that I I di- don't own. So now I'm back to my normal the car I own, which does not have Sirius XM. Yeah. But I just had two weeks where I had Sirius XM. So I'm, I heard a lot of Howard Stern the last two weeks. I, uh, you know, I, I think he's an amazing interviewer in that he, uh, it's long form and he kind of relaxes them and gets them kind of comfortable. And then he asks very interesting things and they answer very honestly. And you won't hear people like, I'm going to just like Lady Gaga, for example, isn't going to do an honest interview with Entertainment Tonight. No. Howard Stern is amazing. Whenever I'm talking to somebody, even if it's some, I don't know, uh, who would it be? Um... Roz from Roz and Mocha or Mocha or whatever. If I'm yeah. talking to them, I'm talking to them. I'm always thinking, you know, like, you know, less crude way because I'm a PG show. Sure. But how would Howard Stern approach yeah. this? And, That's and, awesome. And when I'm Steve Anthony, for example, I was th- I knew in the back of my mind I had to bring up cocaine at some point, and we were having a great chat, like an amazing chat. It was just awesome yeah. and hitting it off. And I'm like, you know, how do I? I was like how would Howard Stern and I'm like well I'm not Howard Stern I can't get away with that and I kind of creatively think of how do I do this cocaine discussion without like pissing him off yeah and I'll come at it but I'm always going to ask like I can't have a Steve Anthony on my show without, without asking. asking about the cocaine now do you do you ask your guests is there anything that we can't talk about I never ask, but a couple of times people have, just before we started, said, if you don't mind, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. Just only a couple of times. And I've yeah. done, 100, I don't know, 135 episodes or something. Uh, but I never, ever ask that question because they'll let me know. Like, they, first of all, they've agreed to come over. Yeah. They're coming over to my house and yeah. they know. And usually they've, they've listened. They're, they're rarely caught off guard of what it is. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, if they had something they didn't want me to talk about, they would either refuse my invitation, like Dean Blundell keeps refusing my invitation. Yeah. And I think it's just because he's... Now, you, you have nothing against him, right? No, I, I never met Dean Blundell. <laughs> I, I, I know. But there's a sense that you... You do. know what it is. I, I don't like workplace... I don't like bullies. Okay? I don't like bullies in general. I don't like people who abuse their power and belittle and bully people. I okay. Just, that upsets me. It just strikes a nerve with me. Yeah. I have talked to enough people now... Yeah. Where it's clear to me, and I don't know it firsthand, I know it secondhand, that he is a prototypical workplace bully. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. Yeah. I would love to talk to him about it. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, we need to banish him to hell or cast him off the earth or whatever. I'm open to a conversation with him. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this perception isn't fair. And I would love to have him tell me why it's wrong. Yeah. But after talking, you name it, I've talked to ev- so many people who've worked with him now. Yeah. You know. So your conversation with Josie died, that sort of. Okay, oh yeah, not, you, I forgot. Because she, she seemed to be like the one that says, "No, he's a great guy." We've okay, there's two types of people you'll interview: those yeah. who really like their jobs and would like to keep working in a very small. You know, there's only okay. you got a big three companies. Yeah, we'll put the CBC aside, which sure. is just in cuts mode. Okay, crazy cuts modes. You know, I love the CBC, but you've got Chorus, you've got Bell Media, and you have Rogers. You've got Rogers. Yeah. So you got basically those three beasts. There's a few exceptions. You got. Boom is owned by Newcap or something. There's a few here and there. Fresh, I think, is owned by San. But most of the stations in the city are owned by Chorus, Rogers, or Bell. You basically can't afford... You've you got to be careful these sometimes. Some people I get in later in their careers where they basically... Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah. yeah. So there's sometimes you get a guy in don't give a fuck mode. Like, they're done. Yeah. They're burnt out. They don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. And those guys 
are brutally honest. But if you get somebody younger, like a Josie, who yeah. likes her job and would like to, you know, has been at chorus for a long time, she's not about to. She's going to be careful. Is all I'm saying. It's a small world, you know. Mm. That person has a good job at Rogers now. That person has some influence. I think some people will play it safe. You know, you got to be careful. It's yeah. just, you know, that's very interesting. Um, you got to get somebody pissed off and later in their career who are out of fucks to give. You need to get a Freddie Patterson. Patterson is brutally honest about yeah. all of this, and those are the best. You know, <laughs> that is those so are the true. best. Humble Howard's good too. Yeah, but the two—I don't know. Episode one hundred, I had both of them in together. Okay, and so many interesting stuff ex- was revealed. Mm-hmm. Brutally honest shit about the radio business. Yeah, that some people who are younger and still hungry and trying to get gigs are going to be less likely to share. Yeah, it was interesting that contract story they shared. But yeah, we just wanted a piece of paper. We wrote down no. <laughs> it's uh. It's, it's always, man, you can't do that anymore because everything's... Well, Freddie P is the one who, who opened up about the conversation he had with Martin Streak before the, the suicide about mm-hmm. how Martin was so pissed off at Chorus because yeah. of how they handled his severance. Yeah. Like, here you have somebody who had a you know, one-on-one conversation with Martin and Martin shared concerns and was angry you know, mm. at, at Chorus for how they were handling that. You know? And I've heard that from a bunch of people. Yeah. It's a, these big corporations are not often kind now you've sort of alluded to all you know, Toronto celebrities that you have on your on your show. Yeah. When you first started, it wasn't that right. You were okay. The first fifty episodes. I don't yeah. know how many. The first thirty episodes were my buddy and I from my my longtime friend Rosie and I just shooting the shit. Yeah. And I think what basically I was like figuring figuring out the knobs, you know. Yeah. Uh, figuring out like how the front end part works. Like I was just getting my reps in, getting comfortable. Yeah. And then at some point, she was leaving. She was leaving the show because she had a gig, and there was a conflict, and she couldn't do both. Like there was some legal conflict or something where she couldn't do both. So okay. she was opting out. So I said, okay. Basically, I said, okay. Once in a while, I'll shoot the shit with my other friend Elvis. Yeah. And and he comes from where? Stouffville? No, he's Oshawa. Osh- Oshawa Elvis. He's North Oshawa. That's right. Yeah, one of your guests came from. But he works. Near, he works in the Eden Center, I think. I think we there. used to work in the same building, from yeah. what I heard, because he always young in Eglinton. Where was he? I don't know. He was somewhere. Eden moved, Center. Okay, he's in the Eden Center now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I and yeah. So I just moved away from. We don't ever Center. reveal where he is, but he's at a very popular social media place. That's yeah, and and Elvis apparently is not his real name, from what I understand. No, <laughs> but when I uh, I met him, when did I meet him? Oh six, I think. Uh, and he uh, he had Elvis on his uh, license plate. Okay. Yeah, like, and he had sideburns, had and he sideburns. he worships Elvis. So I started calling him Elvis. I noticed no one calls him Elvis, but that's all. Even one time, I'm funniest story is I was with my daughter Michelle, who's 11 now. Is she 11? Yeah. We were in the car, and I think I told her something. A song was on the radio by Elvis Presley, and I mentioned something about uh, you won't. Do you know how Elvis died? And she said Elvis died, and I said she's yeah, yeah and she's buddy. thinking about my buddy Elvis. <laughs> oh, man. And it was the weirdest convo because I'm like, I'm telling her how Elvis died. And she's still like, reeling from this like bomb I just dropped on and her. And is she which bawling is, like, in the car? She's not bawling, but she's like, throw, she's like, so Elvis is dead? Like she's, this, this guy who comes over all the time, this healthy 30-something-year-old guy is dead. And then I'm like, finally, I figured out why she looks so concerned that Elvis Presley is dead. But yeah, it was just uh, it was oh too funny. Man. It's too funny. So when he came over to the house to do another podcast, was she shocked? At <laughs> no, I cleared it up, but... Yeah, it's funny. The I forgot that they they don't know El- they know Elvis as Elvis, and that 
yeah, it's just funny how kids at, think. At what time were you? Did you always do? So your podcasts are about an hour long. Um, I'd say I aim for an hour. Yeah. Did you? Were you always doing that? Even the first thirty or so with Josie? Sorry, uh, was it Josie? Josie, no. Rosie. Uh, Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> Close now. Rosie. I went. So at the beginning, I was targeting thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Okay. And then I think it was with Rosie. I think it was mainly targeting thirty minutes. Okay. But again, we were just talking about current events and stuff. Like okay. Rob Ford and stuff. Yeah. And I think there was a moment, and I think it was Jonathan Torrens. So I, I had people in, like I had, I had Humble over and Fred over, and some friends I knew that had interesting stories to share. Yeah. And then I had an email from Jonathan Torrens out of the blue. So John, yeah. you know John O, John O Vision and Street Sense and yeah. Trailer Park Boys. An email from Jonathan Torrens asking if he could, could he borrow my podcast studio to record a new podcast he was doing with uh, Jeremy Taggart. Okay, <laughs> they had this idea for podcast. And they needed a place to record. Our lady piece of what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tag has been on it. He's great. He's great. Yeah. So, um, I replied back basically saying, "Well, I don't actually like. It's just my personal podcast." Because he googled Toronto Podcast Studio, he came on my site, and then yeah. he contacted me. Nice. So I explained to him like, and I'm, then I and then I, I his name was Jonathan Torrens, but I I didn't want to jump. There was no kind of so you knew whatever. right away. I knew right away because the name is so unique, and I could yeah. tell by the I could tell. Yeah. So, but I wrote back and said. Are you the Jonathan Torrens, right? And he writes back like, yeah, he's, that's him. And I'm like, I'm a big fan. You got to come over and do my podcast, Toronto Mike. And the guy who's the nicest guy, he's like, well, I'm, in, I'm at the CBC for some Mr. D thing or something. I'll come over. Sure. He says yes. Okay. He's from Halifax. Or, Freaking hilarious. Not Halifax. <laughs> he's from somewhere in Nova Scotia. Yeah. So he cabs. He said it was a, I think he said $40 cab ride or something from CBC building to my podcast studio. And then 40 bucks back. Yeah. But we had an hour chat, and I asked him all my questions about because he also did the Degrassi movie, where he played okay. uh, Shane. So he because the actor who played Shane in the series didn't they didn't want him back or something. Okay, I can't remember what happened there. <laughs> but anyway, he played Shane in the movie. Bottom line is, I had a lot of questions for him. I was a big Street Sense fan. Jonathan Torrance came over. It was the best. It was the best. Yeah. And I decided that day, like this is what I want Toronto Mike to be. I want to talk to like interesting people like that. And then the next guy who came over was Alan Cross and Shap- Todd Shapiro, like wow. those three in a row. Yeah. And it just from there, yeah, it was like fine. I started reaching out to people. And more often than not, people say yes. If you ask them. That more likely they'll like, see us. Yeah. I was like, I want to talk to like, I'd worked on Strombo for a long time because I really wanted Strombo. But I had Jeff Merrick over, who's good friends with Strombo. And I had people like Jeff Merrick and Ed the Sock. Yeah, I remember that one. Steve, and That's they're hilarious. texting Strombo on my behalf. Like with me, I have them texting Strombo saying, "You got to do Toronto Mike. You yeah. got to do Toronto Mike." And I had a list of people I wanted. Erin Davis, I wanted because I had questions for her. Yeah. Uh, you know, Roger Ashby, Rick Hodge. You know, I had a lot. A lot of people. Some people said no, but most people said yes. And a lot of people said yes, but never committed to a date. And I'm still working on them. So, like, there's the three camps. The That's amazing. So and so. You, you knew you wanted to talk. So, it's, I mean, you're not just talking to interesting people because there's interesting people all over, right? You're talking to... People, usually it's people I liked because, you know, with Mark Hebsher, yeah. I loved Sportsline. I love his stories. <laughs> yeah, I love the story. I had him back a second time just to tell stories. And now I got to get him back a third time because there was some big controversy where he got suspended for a long time. Okay. And I got a lot of emails as to what he did, but I never wrote about it because I didn't, you know, just... I want to have him on to talk about it, but yeah. he got suspended from, from CHCH for doing something... Doing something to somebody on staff. Wow. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. But so guys like that, like, you know, I mentioned Steve Anthony, but like uh, guys that I was always fans of, basically. Yeah. Like, I was a big Ed the Sock fan. Like sure. Mike Wilner, for example. I listen to Mike Wilner all the time. I met him, like, I think the week after he was on your show. 
Oh, and uh, that's funny. I said uh, that was a great episode that he did with Trump. He said, "Well, you listened to it." I go, "Yeah." He's surprised. Yeah, okay. you know, uh, I feel like I humanized a beast there because a lot of people hated on Wilner, and then they listened to the episode and they said, "Like a lot of people are like Mike." Yeah, I'm turning around on the guy. Like I think I just t- mistook his like rationality for arrogance yeah. and condescending. Condens- condescendingness. Yeah. If that's a word. You just made one. That's fine. Yeah. So, guys, you know, and I'm a big U- ubiquitous Synergy Seeker fan, so I really wanted Ash to come on just to talk. So, basically, I pursue people I'm interested in talking to. That's amazing. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys I haven't got that I want to get. I've been working on a guy named Maestro Fresh West. Yes. I don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> and I've even had people like I know. Uh, this guy, Kareem Krim, uh, told me that he was going to get me Maestro, and I was very patient we for a long time. We met every Sunday at swimming class. Our kids were in the same swimming class. And you couldn't get him over to... No, uh, it was the weirdest thing. So I'm so Southwest at, Toronto. And I don't want to sort of tell where, I'm, where the, the pool that I met him at. Why do you think people are going to stalk the pool? Because he lives then, in that area. He just literally lives there. I think he's... Um, Approachable kind of. Oh, he is. Like, I mean, I'm, you can see him on the streets. He doesn't have, you know. Oh, I think so. Yeah, you know, I think so for sure. Like, I don't think he'd care if you told him no, to no, be no. in the pool. But um, You're not giving his address. It was at the pool. <laughs> all right, all right. A pool in Scarborough. And, and we, um, we no, and it wasn't in Scarborough. Oh, <laughs> but we. I, I was just sitting there over, you know, overlooking the barrier, and um, he's he comes, you know, in, into that area where all the parents are sitting and is walking towards me. And I sort of did that, you know, double take. And uh, you know he's 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 you know been the godfather of Canadian rap for forever, um, and so he probably gets that a ton. So you know, so he gave me the ones only hey, from old guys like us. Yeah, think, and yeah. and you know, and he motioned, you know, come over here. So I'm like, holy, <laughs> holy crap, this guy, he's, my, this is Maestro, you know. So I, sh- I should have come over. The and pool. so he goes, what do we know each other? And so I'm a friend of this, and I shouldn't say friend, but I'm acquainted with this guy that has a. A quasi clothing company called Scarborough's Finest. Okay, and he clothed Meister for one of his his videos recently. So I said, I don't. We've never met. You know, so he introduced. I'm I'm Wes. Wes, hey Kareem, big huge fan. He says, Do we know? He asked me, Do we know each other? Yeah. And I go, No, but you know Toronto's. You know Scarborough's Finest. He goes, Yeah. I says, Yeah. Well, I you know we follow him on Instagram and I know the guy and stuff. Yeah. So uh, and so every Sunday, we chat. I love know? that guy. Yeah, and he. I was, want him on bad. He and I've 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 DM'd him, I've emailed him, I even spoke to him. I said, but, "Man, you need." You know what? He hasn't done your podcast yet, so it's like okay. you, you don't want to <laughs> toss him over to me until you've had him first, right? No, so, I wasn't doing my podcast. Oh, you weren't when doing I it yet. That's so right, I said, and but I knew I was going to. But I said, you know what? It's I have. I'm still learning my shit. You seem I'm to have your leagues. stuff. Send him I over. said, let me send him over to you. <laughs> He'll have a great experience, and then you can say. hey, the buddy, my buddy Kareem that sent you here, you need to go do his. So maybe <laughs> right. we'll, we'll do it that way. <laughs> you know what? He never came over because you couldn't close I, that I, deal, I man. couldn't close the deal. Coffee's for closers only. Yeah. That's why I drink my so Coke Zero. <laughs> I'm still working I'm still working on it. Like, you know, he's been he's been elusive, you know? Yeah. I think he'd be perfect. I was, like, uh, legitimately sincere, like a fan from day one. Mm. Like, you know? Like, I was, I was there when... You know, let your backbone slide. Dropped and yeah, dropped the needle and everything. And oh uh, my Symphony goodness. in effect, like I owned it and I knew it. And you know that that I mean that was those were the days of music. I had the twelve inch of his uh, Young MC produced it, but it was uh, it was for. Do you remember a movie called Coupe de Coupe de Ville? Anyways, no. there's a movie called Coupe de Ville. Is that the one that he was in? 
No, he wasn't in it, but okay. he did. He did a version of uh, Louis Louis, a rap version. I, I, and, and and so I had this twelve I think inch, I've and it was heard like, it. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's so rare. Like it's so obscure because in my I know the rhymes off by heart in my head. Uh, and I, like, to me, it was a big part of like what I was listening to in like 1989 or whatever. Yeah, pretty obs- You'd be surprised how obscure this thing is. But like, I mean, I'm so I'm the I'm the real deal on Maestro. You know, I was very happy for him when when Drake releases back to back, and the very first line was like, "Everything I've learned, I learned from Wesley Williams." This yeah. is the first line, and this I just came, I mentioned the series XM. So my 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 son, my 13 year old, he likes the hip hop channel. Okay, so we have the presets and we take turns on these road trips or whatever. Yeah. So uh, you will be shocked. Maybe you wouldn't be, but how often the you know the Meek Mill's uh, disc track back to back by Drake is played on the hip hop station wow. on Sirius XM? It's played all the time. Like this is all the time throughout the USA. <laughs> and the first line calls out Wesley Williams. Calls you know? Wesley. Yeah. Anyway, love Maestro. I want to get him on. Yeah, yeah, we'll get him on. I've been working on it for like two years. One now. of these. Maybe I'll see him at you know swimming classes starting to open up in October. So. Maybe I'll see him again. You might have to kidnap him. Him and his son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his son can come on too. I mean, Maypot's sure. brought on her daughter. Okay. You can bring, yeah. The son awesome. Can come on too. Um, when, you, when you started getting to the hour long, yes. were you concerned? Are people going to listen to this? Or were you sort of, I, I don't care. I'm just, I, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. This is, uh, okay, right now I have, okay, zero sponsors. Yeah. And zero monetization of the podcast. Yeah. Like, and I always tell people it cost me 1600 bucks because I bought really good microphones, three of them. Yeah. And I bought a mixing board. Yeah. And the cabling. And I had my good friend, uh, Andrew Stokely, who does the audio for Jay's games um, when you watch them on Rogers Sportsnet. Okay. The game's at the Dome. So tonight they're at the Dome. He works, he does the audio production. For the crowd? Okay. The, the, yeah, all the, where the the sound you hear, all the okay. sound he's responsible for. Interesting. Yeah, so I got a real audio guy to help me set it all up. So bottom line is I paid real cash to, to build my studio, never monetized it, never had a sponsor. And uh, I honestly, even the hosting, I piggyback on the Humble and Fred hosting deal okay. because of the work I do for them. So I don't pay for the hosting. That's one good thing. Ah, But um, I got to say, I... Barely care. I got to say, I, I think I'm making these things for like myself, maybe yeah. my brothers, for guys like you. Like I'm, I'm not making it for the masses. Like mm-hmm. we're not talking, I'm never going to have an episode where we talk about like Kim Kardashian or whatever. Like just not, I'm not interested. I would say it barely matters to me. how. I like it. Like the Aaron Davis episode had a lot of listeners and then the Strombo one came out and had a lot. And the Mad Dog episode had a lot of listeners. And it was kind of exciting to see me break thresholds because I was familiar with other podcasts and I knew what numbers they were getting. And I'd, I'd break a threshold and I would be sh- kind of pat myself on the back like, look, you did that. Like, that's really hard to do in podcasting. Yeah. Uh, but I really, when it all gets boiled down here like a couple years later, I, I find it, I, I really don't care. I don't even, I haven't looked at the numbers in so long. I used to always look at the numbers and I used yeah. to document the numbers. It's been, I would say it's been about almost a year since I've even looked at the numbers because I care that little about the numbers. At some point when I have like uh, some kind of sponsor thing or some kind of monetization where I need to have certain... Then you'll have to worry about it. Then I'll give a shit, but then it becomes a job. Right now it's 100% like a passion project and I don't care if there's two listeners or two million listeners. I just don't care. So you haven't... uh, Have you ever taken a look at Patreon? I did, yeah. So uh, I heard Alan Cross... So this... (laughs) Okay, Alan Cross... Yeah, I like the guy. Uh, fine, he's got a good voice. I like the ongoing history of new music. I do. The longtime producer was fired this week from Chorus. I mean, they, they Rob Johnston, okay. who 
on the Strombo episode, he referred to Rob as the uh, the epitome of the spirit of radio. Interesting. And chorus Candom after 25 years at the gig this hmm. week. Anyway, he's a behind-the-scenes guy, so guys won't know that name. But just as tragic to me as if you let go like sure. a, a Kim Mitchell or whatever. Okay. So where was I? Um, oh, see, I got off in a Rob Johnson rant. I got pissed off there. Uh you're what talking about Alan, you know, oh yeah, Alan Cross. So Alan yeah, Cross yeah. works. He's got a ma- mainstream media gig, right? Patreon, he works yeah, for yeah. Chorus. He works for 102.1. Yeah. He's got a partner named Michael Hainsworth who works for Report, Report on Business Television, yeah. and I believe that's I think that's a I Bell a, Globe media thing. Is that a Bell media thing? I don't know. Maybe Bell. I think it's I think Bell. It's a Bell. Yeah, yeah. Bottom line is they have real mainstream media gigs, and they have a podcast. Yeah. Which is a good podcast. Beats and Geeks. Beats and Geeks. Yeah, yeah, it's a good podcast. I've I've had Alan. It's a great podcast. Yeah. But they. The crowdfunded or whatever the Patreon deal is. So I heard Alan talking about this. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, this is like a few weeks ago. And I'm like, maybe I should do that. But like, I'm like, I'm like a guy who just does this on the side. Like, yeah. I'm the one who needs the crowdfunding. Not these two guys like yeah. Alan Cross and Michael Hainsworth don't need the crowdfunding. I need it. They got, they're mainstream they're already making money. <laughs> Come on, they're names. Yeah. I'm just some guy in his basement trying to share an interview, you know, with the world or whatever. So I signed up, but then I didn't promote it because I figure uh, wait till after Labor Day when people are paying attention because it's like the dead zone. August is like a wasteland or whatever. Sure. So I haven't made any noise about it. I did create the account or whatever. So, yes. But then since I – so I've decided I'm going to do this after Labor Day. Yeah. And then I keep going back. I keep keep having second thoughts about it. Like I'm thinking like maybe I'll be the guy who doesn't sell out and completely just does it. I I can't decide if I'm – I can't. I think I'm going to do a loud launch on this, but sometimes I have these moments where I think maybe should I you? should just like keep going, and like where it's just like a, a passion project that I fund yeah. completely myself. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's another. So I think it's coming. I don't know. Yeah, there's another podcast I listen to, but I, I can only get it on SoundCloud hmm. right now because I've got a, I've got an Android. Um, that's Birds All Day, and they're a, sort of a Blue Jays baseball okay. podcast. So they 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 do their stuff on Patreon. I think they got a few thousand dollars coming in. That's a lot. Um, oh, it's 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 huge. I have somebody because I created the account and I think yeah. I tweeted a link, but then I haven't promoted it on the blog yet. Yeah. Um, somebody, somebody put in a loony a month. I saw somebody put in a loony a month. There you go. And then I think a second guy put in a loony a month, and I was like, two bucks a month, I'm making money now on the yeah, podcast. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Um, who's who's been your favorite guest in studio? It's a tie between George Strombolopoulos, known affectionately as Strombo, yeah, and David Marsden, those two. And they were very close together, and they both came in and spent a lot of time. And they, to me, those were the uh, the the epitome of real talk. I yeah. use this hashtag when I talk about I like this real talk. Like, to me, we just, two guys having a very honest, heartfelt chat. Like, there's literally, there were tears in the Marsden one. There was, I was going to ask there you. There was tears. I, I, I made him cry a couple times. Yeah. So there's, there's, you know, it's it, to me it was like, to me, these are the interviews I want to hear, and I those are two of my favorites. I mean, there's been a lot of great podcasts. I'm sure I'm missing some really good ones. I really like the Humble and Fred one. Yeah. I really liked, you know, the Aaron Davis one was was fun, and Mad Dog was interesting, and he opened up about uh, that was interesting, yeah, like uh, alcohol issues and different, just just, and then <laughs> I had Billy on. And I played a clip of Mad Dog, and she learned something she didn't know, and it was kind of an awkward moment. I but, remember that, yeah. You know, and the Wilner one I liked because, uh, you know, Wilner's kind of a standoffish him. guy. Like you find, like I'm not sure he's the warmest guy on radio. I, well, I don't. I you mean, know, it's the same thing with 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 Bobcat. 
Like I don't I like know, to have is, him on. Is that the shtick? Is that is that him? Is 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 that his character? Yeah. Th- well, Bobcat, I, I bet you that is a character. But yeah. with Wilner, I think that's him. But yeah, anyway, yeah. that was that went well, and I'm uh, probably forgetting a lot of really good ones here. Is but, which uh, which one were you like? Yeah, that didn't do well. There's a few. Whether, like, whether it was no, because of you weren't prepped or you know, get... like Barb DiGiulio, for example, she was yeah, very guarded. Sometimes they was. come in guarded, and she didn't remember a thing. She didn't remember a thing, <laughs> and she came in very guarded. Although shortly after that, she got a mainstream media radio gig at ten uh, ten. So, so it was it one of those things where she needed to sort of protect what she said? Too much. Like that's the thing. If you're gonna come that's on and be like. too guarded, I can't do my thing. Like my thing is we yeah. chat, like, and I'll have a heart heart to heart with you, and yeah. Ask the right questions to try to get some interesting stuff for people, but uh, with her, yeah, it was very. She was very careful. She was too careful. Yeah. And the other guy, who I'm, I'm not sure what was wrong with it. Um, I felt he was a bit. Maybe he needed a maybe better sense of humor, and he was nice enough to come over and do the podcast. But Damian Cox, I, I felt like in that the was room, a very short. Was it? It, it felt. Short? It felt like it was short. I think the Jason Barr one was short. Jason Barr was not. He's so okay. Jason Barr is he the quiet one? He, Jason Barr is not a talkative fellow. Like he's just not a verbose guy. So mm. you'll ask him a question, and he'll have a, like a two-word right. answer. Yeah, and you'll be okay. You know, I'll ask him a bunch of questions, I and then I'll look that. at a clock, and I saw it was at thirty minutes, and I'm like, well, we're not going an hour today. And I basically wrapped it up at thirty-five minutes. But yeah, you know, but Damian Cox, I think we did an hour, but he was just a little. Um, I remember, yeah. He felt he was guarded as well. He didn't he was, know whether he's just not a. I only met him this one time. And he, like I said, these guys are people who said, I'm going to come spend time in your basement or whatever. Yeah. You know? But he seemed... Do you actually tell people it's in my basement? Yeah, I let them know. Okay. <laughs> you're going to be in my basement, you know, if you want to bring a bodyguard or whatever. But uh, Damien Cox, I wasn't sure about that one. But well, here's another one I really liked, actually, now that I think about it, is Mike Stafford. So Stafford's on 640. He has a talk show. Yes. And I've had, a, I've had an interesting uh, relationship with Stafford in that... He's a, he was a frequent commenter on TorontoMike.com, and then when the, the I did a little co- I don't want to call it chorus bashing, but you know J- Josie Dye brought it up. But there was a during the Martin Streak stuff, I was a little she harsh felt, on yeah, uh, she chorus. Was upset with the chorus me. people got mad at me, okay. And Stafford's a chorus guy, and he even we had email exchanges where we kind of decided to take a break from each other because he yeah. couldn't handle the chorus bashing, and we took a break. But then he was nice enough to come over. This is also around the time, by the way, he fired Freddie Patterson as his best man at his wedding. So there was a that's lot of shit. And he came out with that, yeah. To date, that's the funniest Is that your favorite? <laughs> so I had him, I asked him about that because I'm in an interesting position where I know all about it because I talk to Fred a lot. And I, you know, and he came clean. He said, yeah, he, this is what happened. And it's fascinating stuff to hear that because it's so like raw. Yeah. You know, it's so raw. So I like the ones where people are honest and yeah. they reveal something about themselves and they become vulnerable. I don't like the ones when they come in guarded and so careful about what they say. You know. So I just looked at my at the time we're right about an hour. It's, it's all up to are you. We, are we good? you good? Okay, good. So we'll 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 continue. It's Friday night. Like I'm just gonna bike home. Bike I, got, home. I got lights on the bike. Oh, good. So I was gonna good. say it might get a little bit darker early. Okay, and it. that's a nice bike, by the way. Full lighting system. Here. Yeah, I got. A, I'll trade you a Metro Pass. Two Metro Passes. August Dude, and September. I bike everywhere. Like, everywhere. You do? I do. I bike everywhere. Like, this is a 32-kilometer round trip, and I don't think anything of it. Like, it's nothing to me. Yeah. It's fine. And then, and then I Those get Those Jays games I mentioned, the two games I just went to, I bike I figured you biked there. Yeah, because I, I took the waterfront trail to Rees. Is that you say? Rees? Yeah. R-E-E-S. Rees Street. And then up to the dome. And you lock it outside? Right or? outside the dome, yeah. All There's right. lots of bikes, bike parking. That's there. right. It's the best parking. It's free. Yeah. I lose weight getting there and back I, I feel great it's amazing especially after the win a Jays win and you're biking along you the feel lake great. at night it's the best that is awesome it's the best 
Let's go to the Blue Jays. Okay, let's, one last thing on, before yes. we do the podcast is, uh, did yeah. you hear the Amber Giro episode? You, okay, so that you... How come that's not in your notes? Come on. It's not. It's not in my notes. You're but some key things. That, that was the one episode where I felt that you sort of... You, you, t- you took your podcast to a different level. It went, it went from sort of, here's people that Mike... Uh, has listened to on the radio or watched on TV or read in newspapers for years, and he's fanning out on them. And then here's Amber Jira, where he's, you know, you're not talking about necessarily, oh, how'd you get into radio? You're talking about, like, issues that could be in, in any workplace. You're right. And yeah. that's an example of a, of a rare interview with somebody I never heard on the radio. I yeah. never heard Amber Jira. No, I remember the name. I was shocked the way it was spelled. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought her name was Anne. Yeah, no, I, I got a. <laughs> No ten ten in my. Uh, I've never heard ten ten. Yeah, you know, but uh, that was a great one. But you, it w- is, I guess that you that was an example of something that you never sort of heard before. On well, your, no, on it's your just I, what yeah. I liked about that one is yeah. uh, how honest she was. Like that's the stuff you don't hear because yeah. people are so afraid of biting the hand that feeds them in their next gig. Like, but there's someone so came on your on your show recently, maybe in the past month or so, that sort of had issue with with what she was saying. Not on my show, but, um, Mike Ben Dixon. Had an issue with what she was saying, but he would okay. because he is he was um, he is like a program director at Ten Ten, I think. Okay, but he didn't. I did invite him on my podcast, but he's gonna think about it. Uh, I don't know who would come on my show. Oh, maybe I don't know. I can't tell you who had issue with it. Um, I don't know. John Downs didn't have an issue. John Downs was on my podcast recently, but I don't think he had. No, an issue I, maybe an issue is the wrong way, but sort. Of, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I it was you talking about Ben Dixon. Yeah, maybe I was talking yeah. about Ben Dixon. Ben Dixon didn't think it was fair. Thought I was too soft on her. Oh, okay. But I think he. So, but and I've, I've had this chat with friends and stuff. That's not your job, dude. Okay, this is my thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Am I? So let's say. So I'm a white guy. This is a podcast. Whoa. People don't know that. I'm a white guy. Okay. People don't know that. You're a white guy too. People should know <laughs> that too. So I'm a white guy. So, and I'm chatting with a black woman telling me about racism that she's experienced in the workplace and she's telling me her story. Yeah. I'm supposed like how I got I can't go uh attacking attacking uh her for that perspective and her experience as a black woman. Like who am I to do that? This white guy is going to tell this black woman, "No, you're wrong, you know. You're just come on." Yeah. Really? Like what was I supposed to do? It's it's a I just sa- put a mic I asked her some questions and she spoke and into she the answered. Microphone. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think it's it's interesting because people um, you know, now I'm going to compare it to John Stewart. But Me? <laughs> that's all. But that's awesome. people, you know, they had issues with John Stewart and his take, and I'm, and it, you know, his answer was, "Listen, I'm a comedian. This is a show that's on, you know, the Comedy Channel. This is not. I'm not an ABC or NBC or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and and I think with with sort of, you know, there's one thing to be responsible, you know, and and you've sort of talked about that in terms of your blog. But you're not, you know, you've admitted you're not a professional. This is this is a a, a passion project yeah. for yourself, and you sort of give. It's an opportunity for you to learn. But right. It's also an opportunity for someone to come in your basement and sort of, you know, tell their story. And she she was itching to tell her story. Yeah. And I gave her a forum. Yeah. I don't know anything about the Ten Ten Newsroom. I nope. couldn't tell you a thing about it. Never been in it. Don't yeah. you know? I don't know anything about it. Anyway, so I think it's up to Ten Ten. You know, if, if Ben Dixon wants to come on your show, and I think they're mad at the wrong guy. I think. They might be upset with Amber because maybe Amber misread something or they didn't think sure. something was fair. Like maybe she wasn't fair on something she said, but I'm not the guy they're pissed at. All I did was turn on the uh, the record button. Yeah. You know. But I think one thing that I think everyone can agree on, this is a bad segue, that we're all excited about is the Blue I Jays. Suck <laughs> yeah, I, I suck. <laughs> that was a terrible segue. 
Like um, that segue that ran over Usain Bolt the other day after the 200. Oh, no, really? I didn't see that. <laughs> really? So Bolt wins the 200. Like, if he's, by the way, Usain Bolt, okay? Yeah. I think he was. I think if he was a smoker, he would have taken a cigarette and had a cigarette in the last thirty meters or whatever. He was jogging at the end, like he was like a man against boys. But isn't he so much bigger? Doesn't he look so much? Yeah, bigger? he's a tall guy. He's tall. Like, guy. He's like he's what? a tall, tall for a sprinter. He's very tall. Remember yeah. how short Ben Johnson was? He, but he was bald. He was like a football player. He was. Yeah. He was built like do- Tidomi. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so Bolt wins by a mile, and then Bolt's doing interviews, and the camera guy he in Beijing, he, he's on a uh, Segway. <laughs> and he hits a ramp and he bowls over Bolt. Like I'm just, I just think those million, those million, those multi-million dollar legs are like crunched to the ground. He's on the ground. Imagine like this I'm guy sh- is injured. He can't I'm play. Sure he can't go to Beijing, go to Rio. Go to yeah. For the, well, anyway, wow. he's fine. But it was funny. Okay, you, please continue. Are we excited about the Jays? Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. I've been following this team since '83. Since forever. Yeah. Since '83. Yeah. And very close in '84, I was very closely following them. But '85 was the year because '84 the the Tigers got off to this ridiculous 35 start, thirty-five and something. Yeah, I think it's forty-five and five. Or was something. it? Yeah, it was a huge. So they had a. So we actually clawed away at that. We actually we actually had a good season in '84. Sure, but '85 was the magic year. Ninety-nine wins, still the record for the franchise. So in '85, it all comes together. We win our first pennant. We were up three to one in the ALCS against the Royals. We're up three to one. Yeah, like it just all came together. Yeah, and that's the year. So with that, that's eighty five. Okay, so fine. From eighty five to ninety three, we had a pennant race every year. You know, we Absolutely. didn't always win the pennant. We mo- usually did. We won two World Series at the end of that. Yeah, what ninety? Th- what are we in now? Twenty fifteen. Yeah. So since ninety three, so we have a strike in ninety four, and they don't have a World Series. Yeah. Since then, we don't actually have a real pennant race since then until now. No, it's yeah. happening now. We're a game and a half up right now. We are. Yeah, I'm it's very excited. Do you think uh, Anthopolis keeps his job? I can't imagine. The guy should keep his job. He should get a raise. And like, he, What do you mean keep his well, job? Well, people are talking about now, there's word that maybe he's the president and the GM. Well, that's keeping his job. Like he, yeah. The guy has done, in my opinion, exception, the whole Lowry for Donaldson, forget the other parts, but... What a steal. T- what a steal. The too low trade, uh, getting price. Yeah. Uh, so if he doesn't make those... Like what if he does? Yeah, what if he doesn't, doesn't we're another we're five hundred team because the team could we could hit, but uh, I think the price was very important. The price, and then since the All Star break, these relievers have figured it out. Yeah. So the pitching is now fine. Yeah. So the pitching fine. We're still knocking the cover off the ball. Nobody has offense like this. This is the best offensive Blue Jay team ever. ever. Yeah. And I remember, like I, I we remember, remember Wemco. Yeah, we remember Wemco. This is it's a, this is it. So I'll be if we win a, if we get a wild card berth and lose in that game, I'm disappointed. Like we're at a point now where. I need to win the pennant. Yeah, and I want I want to make the league. I want to make the, at least the ALCS. You know, and I'm hoping for a World Series. This is a fantastic team and a very likable team. I find it a very likable team. They are, aren't they? There's been teams in, in 2013. They tried to sell us on this love this team hashtag. Come to get. You know, I love, love this team. team. Love this team. Yes. Bullshit. I hated that team. I hated the 2013 team. That team was garbage. I hated it. I think the guys I was pissed at, the Lawrys and the, the Reyes, and there's some stuff I didn't like, all got cleaned away. The the upgrade at third base and shortstop, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. It's just this team is very likable. Yeah, very likable team. I a like lo- this a team. lot of people would a lot of people would agree with you, um, and then there's sort of our our you know current favorite player Jose Bautista. I love Joey, I love Joey Bats. He's oh, passionate oh, man. Absolutely yes, and so that so I like him. Don't get me wrong, but it seems to be he seems to be the if there is a whipping boy, if the, if the Jays do bad and, and forget about yesterday's game, yeah, forget yesterday. Um, was, the but bats were dry. If if 
there is a whipping boy. Uh, Jose Bautista seems to be that. He argues balls and strikes. Seems to be better over the past couple of years. Um, this guy, what a steal that trade was. That's the best trade in Blue Jays history. I don't know what we gave up for him. Almost nothing from Pittsburgh. Almost nothing. Some pitcher. I think. He, and he was you know, mediocre when he came over. That's yeah. the best trade in Blue Jays history. Whatever, whatever we gave up for Batista. Yeah. Anyway, Jose Nobody. Batista, all, he, all he's done is carried this guy. Is, um, this Absolutely. guy, well, great player. So much, what I like the most about him is yeah. he's so much passion in the belly. I'm so sick of our athletes, bland, blase, kind of like, oh, whatever, we win, we lose, like a little smile, some kind of, they throw off some kind of quote that they read in some kind of media book that they're thinking, yeah. oh, hey, we got to give 110% or whatever, we got to try harder tomorrow. Do you think he gets a, do you, do you this is amazing. Oh, absolutely. I do you ever see that he gets a bad rap? Like, uh, my sense is, so let me, for sure he gets a bad rap. Go ahead. Sorry. Is, is, so Jerry Howarth. Yep. Tom and Jerry, the voice of summer. Those two guys, it was like, when you, like my wife can't understand, come April, maybe even March, spring training, where the radio has to be turned on to a ball game. Because the temperature, no matter where you are, gets warmer. Yeah. And it just, it feels like summer. I mean, that's the voice. by far, baseball is the best sport on the radio. That that sport is perfect on the radio. And, And so, to this day, like I haven't watched... I can't remember the last time I sat down and actually watched the Jays game. Oh, so you're a radio Onto, first guy. Uh, radio. Okay. Um, and, and then I'll watch it on the MLB network. I'll, I'll you know, okay. I'll watch the, the, the replays. Yeah. And my son, I say, hey, that's, you know, uh, a B- Bautista bomb or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but cool. I seem to start, I seem to be now having an issue. Let's hear it. With Jerry Howarth. And okay. some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. And, and so, you know, whether it... If, one of the things that caught me, and this is when Jose Reyes was on the team, and I had no problems with Oh, Reyes. yeah, I remember this, yeah. yeah no yeah. problems at all. But to sort of come out and you stop playing in the playground, and why is he smiling so much, and why <laughs> yes. is he so happy, yeah. um, and never hearing that about, you know, and then it, it just turned me off. And it turned me, know, like, yeah. you know, Okay, first of all, I don't listen. I only listen when I can't watch, yeah. and I actually try to watch as much as I can. I do like watching the games. Uh, Jerry Howard, who I've heard forever, I always he was always the the other guy because he I was a Tom Sheik fan. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> in fact, he was always the other. Anyone wants to hear Tom Sheik, I'm like I mentioned, like I'm a natural born archivist. I have yeah. archived all of his best calls. Like they're all I have a. Tom Cheek remembered uh, category on my blog, journalmike.com, oh where all I do is share Tom Cheek stuff. So it's all there. So I'm a big Tom Cheek guy. He's the best. Yeah. Howard's whatever. You know, whatever. Uh, I don't know exactly what he said or whatever. Yeah. I don't think we should get on Reyes for smiling too much. He did smile no. a lot, but that's Or not, Bautista uh, having a temper. You know, and the Bautista thing. I, get a, I remember something about how after the Tulowitzki trade... There was a quote from Batista where he said something like, "Well, it's an upgrade, but I didn't think that was our main problem." Something like that. Yeah, which is f- which. Yeah. A couple of commenters on my site though did say like, you know, he's not a team player. Like he's showing at the boss, and I was happy he said that because it's so easy to be happy. You know, I like guys who take stands on things, and he's right. It's an upgrade, and you know, he was buddies with Reyes. You know, they were sure. countrymen, and they were really yeah. close. Upgraded shortstop. Yep. But wasn't the problem. And then the next Absolutely. day, I think, was when we got David Price. It was yeah. like a day or two later. Yeah. So the, to me, then, then he's like, yes. Like, now he's happy. Anthopolis delivered what he was looking for. But he spoke up and said, you know, we need pitching help. Yeah. And then Price comes over. Speak your mind. Be passionate. And Love play Bautista. hard. 
Love this guy. I love this guy. What do you think about his stand with Devon Travis and, <laughs> yeah. and Suitgate? Okay, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. So first of all, you have to, in my opinion, you have to remove from this debate yeah. their salaries. Like they, ha- they have to. So I've determined their salaries are irrelevant. Okay, because, absolutely. Uh, forget Batista makes millions. Even and, Devin uh, Travis makes. He a, makes five hundred and something thousand a year. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. And he's getting a meal stipend every day and yeah. everything too. So forget that. So yeah, if 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 in, in my experience, and I get a lot, I'll be honest. I just came out of a, a Ford Explorer that yeah. I had for a week, and then I had a before that I had a GMC uh, Yukon XL. You know, and and I just that those Jays games. One time Sony invited me, and the other time Best Buy and this company called Piper that makes security systems. So, okay. And they got me Roberto Alomar me to meet my the greatest Blue Jay of all time, yeah. who's Roberto Alomar. So I'm familiar with like brand influence as an influencer and working with brands and stuff. Yeah. And ten out of ten times, that what's the company called? You see, they're getting a mention. God Style. Yeah. So God Style picks up the tab for that suit. You would think 100% so. Hundred percent of the time. Yeah. If I'm going to blog about the suit, if I'm going to go to there and blog about my experience and buying the suit, uh, they're picking up the tab on the suit. This yeah. is how it works. Absolutely. So I know that Batista's taking a stand against Rogers, which is fine because Rogers may have or taken Sportsnet. advantage. Sportsnet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, same difference. But may have uh, taken advantage of Devin Travis. I suspect Devin Travis was misled and thought it was being comped, and then he had to pay for it out of pocket. Yeah. And they did take advantage of the young guy, and I don't think it's cool. And I'm glad he's standing up for it. You know, it's not the end of the world, but it's no. something. You know, it's something like you, you know. Yeah. He's standing up for his younger rookie teammate. Yeah. I'm good with it. I think it's yeah, good. Stand up for him. Like Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, no, you, you know? have to take out salary. Yeah. I think a lot of people get drowned, they they they, they lose sight of the issue that yeah. this human being was taken advantage of by, you know, Sportsnet or whatever. They lose sight of that when they realize that, you know, Batista makes I don't know what he makes, but fifteen million a year and Devin Travis is making half a million. Well, you know, these guys are like, I'm schlubbing away for whatever forty five K you know, he can afford three thousand bucks for a suit. And that's not the freaking point. No. That's not the point. And if if you, th- if you think that's the point, then you don't you don't get the point. No, no. A no. lot of people lose sight of the point because they get mired in these details that are irrelevant. Totally agree. Totally right. agree. Good. That's no fun when we agree. So we're 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 going to. Did you like the Pan Am Games? Okay, let's talk about Elvis. Uh, yes, I so was, I'm still reeling from Elvis telling me. I was so I, I was I was impressed. No, I don't want to say impressed because that, that that'll sort of give off the wrong vibe. I I was. Before it came, I was like, I could care less, right? The, whatever. It's the pan. It's it's the second tier of of athletics. I was in the same same position. You know, I even didn't told care. Matt Galloway as much, and he agreed with me. Yeah, I wasn't excited at all. Had no tickets. Wasn't planning. My wife wanted to go. It was the pan. I said, it's 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 the, yeah. you know not even half leagues. the world. It's yeah, the minor yeah, league yeah, of yeah. of athletics. Do we really want to go? Um, and was also my you know I commute. It takes me about an hour ish to get to work. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, what is this going to be? Because, you know, you take the TTC and every yeah, other yeah, day there yeah. seems to be delay. What is this going to do to the system? Yeah. So a couple of things. So one, infrastructure-wise, um, I'm a big believer in we need to get be smarter about our infrastructure. Yeah. We need to be smart about how we plan the city, the traffic and everything. So I had absolutely zero problems with HOV lanes. Zero problems. In fact, they should stay. It should be, it should be something that stays. because Perma. Yeah, because sure. people need to sort of change their, you know, when you see one person per car and they're driving massive cars, like, the, the, you know, back in the day, maybe. But, you know, in my opinion, times have changed and we need to get smart about how we sort of utilize our land and resources and yes. stuff. Um, and so I was very surprised 
that there was no problems, like literally no problems. You know, there were issues around you couldn't get your car near certain venues. They blocked off certain streets and stuff like that. Um, fine. You know, there's always going to be. Well, I mean, these you're, of yeah, you're going to have a marathon in your city. You're going to have some streets. You're going to have to you know, close that off, right? Yeah, they closed my bike trail. Yeah. That's fine. I knew what it was for and it made sense. Yeah. But it all started. So my brother lives out in Whitby. Yeah. And it all started with him going to a Canada, I want to say Cuba game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball. Baseball. That's an Ajax, out in yeah, Ajax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went and he walked up. And I'm like, you walked up? I say, perfect. Let me go online and I'll buy. And I had an Amex and. You know, usually you could use your Amex on Ticketmaster, but for the Pan Am, Amex wasn't available. Okay. So he bought me the tickets. We went. I went only because he went, and he said there's tons of tickets. So we went to the Canada. I took my son. Canada, Dominican Republic. And, you know, besides the mile, it seemed like a mile-long hike <laughs> to get from where we were dropped off to get inside the stadium. <laughs> it was awesome. I said, yeah, this is yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, so we ended up going to... Karate in Mississauga, and we cool. took transit, and we, you know, we got to experience three different transit systems, <laughs> um, and then we went to the Parapan Am. Oh, cool! Yeah, we yeah. went to swimming in Scarborough. Good at the new uh, center there. Amazing. Yeah, my kids were there for diving. Yeah, 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 yeah. and we went to sit down volleyball. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. The, on the same day, and I got Pan Am fever. I said. This is awesome. This was amazing. It was awesome. You know, I I didn't know anybody, you know, that played um, or competed, but it was exciting to be there and see people competing. It was very emotional seeing these swimmers swim, swimmers who were blind swimming. I said, this is this is outstanding. I can't do half the stuff. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know that these people were doing, and yeah, and so I came away with going awesome. That was a good time. Yeah, and you do you you went to a couple of things in your no, area? No, I went thing? to nothing. I went to the uh, you know what I went to? You went to the music stuff. Yeah, I went to the music stuff yeah. and the torch relay stuff. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I went to the torch relay where Natalie Spooner did it near my house. So, okay. Yeah, I took my kids to that, and I went to another torch relay because I enjoyed that so much. <laughs> I, uh, the one near uh, where the uh, Jack the ferry terminal where Jack Layton. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, not too far from here. So I did a few things like that, and then I went to the Pan Am Park. And mm-hmm. some music stuff, and I just dug the whole vibe, the whole city vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, w- I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no problem, no problems. You know, I don't know. You know, a lot of people, taxi drivers. You know, I take Uber, I take taxi for work and stuff, and they said it was the quietest it's ever been. Is that right? Yeah, and and one guy told me because they the had, city was empty. Like they, I, well, they I had did sh- notice it, it seemed highway a little bit seemed empty. To highway, and I don't drive very much, but yeah. when I was on the highway, I was like. You know, it just Where seemed, is it seemed like there was no one there. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, the guy told me that because Chevy was driving everyone everywhere, they were driving all the athletes and well, their coaches everywhere. So there was yeah, no yeah, need for yeah. taxis. Okay, I only brought. Up the, so, I wanted to. I just brought that up only because when I had the last episode of Elvis, he couldn't yeah. believe somebody would f- find some positivity in this event. And, it was. It was. And, yeah, great. my whole family was into it. Like, yeah. we were. We were watching it every night. Yeah, it anyway, was. It was he, fine. He just, he's an idiot, Northern <laughs> Oshawa idiot. Now, are you are you ready to support the Olympics coming to Toronto? Yeah, of course. I yeah. would love it. I I was pissed when when um, first of all the first two times. Well, the t- times I remember when we lost to Atlanta and Beijing. I was yeah. watching those announcements live. I want. Yeah, I'd love the Olympics here. I'm scared though. Of what? Because I haven't. Name one. I mean, I I went to South Africa for World Cup. Oh yeah. Um, and there were stadiums out there in the middle of nowhere. And no one's using them. Um, you know, London is is going through hard times. We saw what happened in Yugoslavia in the former Yugoslavia. 
Um, you know, China's going through some rough times. They had the, the stuff that was built in Russia. Um, I've, I have, I've, you know, I think maybe Salt Lake, maybe Atlanta are the only two places that have sort of come unscathed. But the thing that I'm fearful of is not the building of the roads and bridges and stuff that we that we need, yes, and not the, the things that will get built in communities. You know, the housing that's not too far from here that got built, that, right. that is much needed. Right. Um, but there's going to have to be a 100,000-seat stadium built. There's going to have to be big capital projects built that there's not necessarily money for and I'm concerned what that means long term. It's a big, big fucking city. Like uh, I say, you know, it's like I feel like <laughs> Kanye West say to, uh, "I'm, I'm, I do cool shit." What did he say to? Uh, oh man, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Kanye, there's some quote Kanye West to Dave Chappelle where Dave Chappelle hears him on the phone. And he's like, "I'm, I'm a cool, I'm a cool guy, and I do cool shit." I can't remember, but anyway, okay. this is a big fucking city, and we do it big, is big party cool shit. Like we just got to plan this right. We get some infrastructure out of it, have a grand old time, and show mm-hmm. our show our show off our uh, best side to the world, and uh, live it up. Let's go, let's go. I, I'm all for parties. You know, let's go. I'm not. I'm. I'm all for parties. I'm just scared of tons of stuff that I've seen. Sort I of. I know. Maybe one day that fear will. Str- I don't have that fear yeah. right now. But well, maybe, maybe it's like Panama. Panama. I wasn't worried because I said, you know, there's nothing being built for Panama. It's. It seemed, you know, like how many people are going to go to the Milton Velodrome? But but yeah, but so, so like you'll go with. And your I bike. don't know. I'm not a Olympic planner <laughs> or whatever. But we we built this new Velodrome in Milton. It seems to me like that would be the Olympic venue. Sure. Right. And the new aquatic center. I mean, they'll be swimming. Right. Sure. So a lot of stuff's in place from this Pan Am. And then you're right. You the need one that, billion dollar, no, hundred thousand. We need. Seats. We need a big stadium. Stadium. This. There's smart, smarter people than I. Yes. Hopefully have have good plans as to how we can make sure we're not burned at this. But this is a world class, kick ass city. Fair right, enough. Let's go. Let's, let's go, buddy. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. The Leafs, new senior management. Oh, you got the Leafs okay. in there. Because <laughs> well, I know Blue Jay Fever is so rampant, and you want to talk hockey. I am not a Leafs fan. I know you are huge. I love uh, since '83, actually. Yeah, coincidentally I've, enough, I haven't been a Leafs fan since um, Borchevsky. Yeah, Nikolai <laughs> Borchevsky scored in, uh, against the Red Wings. Against the Red Wings, I was yeah, in Montreal yeah. watching that. And um, his quote afterwards was unbelievable. <laughs> that was his quote. Unbelievable. Sounds like any any Russian to me. Listen, I mean that was that was nine. Yeah, that's funny because the Jays were winning the. Uh, so in, yeah, that was ninety two, ninety three, and the Leafs were like final four, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, two years in a row. In those, yeah, yeah, and well, we've been back. We've been in the final four two times since then. Have we? Yeah, with Pat Quinn. Yeah, once against uh, Carolina, I think, and once against Buffalo. I hope those are right. Yeah. But so we've in my lifetime, there's in my memory, anyways. Sure. In the memory I have of the Leafs, I remember four final fours: two with Pat Burns as coach, and two with Pat Quinn as coach. The, we need a pat. Pats are important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, or Irish. Not. Oh, there's not much. There's not much. Well, Brendan Shanahan's Irish, so we're good. There you go. So, um, Mimico boy, you know, went to my your high area. School. Went to my high school. I'm, no, he went to not, your, He went to your high school, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he went to my high school. <laughs> I was. He went there first, and then I went to his high okay. school. Yeah. So uh, he's an amazing guy. Um, his whole family is everywhere in Mimico and stuff. But anyway, so is there hope? Yeah, this like, case. Literally, so, is there in a nutshell? Like these guys aren't going to Brent Shanahan. There's and, if we stick to this plan, there's hope. And in the past, we 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 have not stuck to the plan, and we've looked for shortcuts and, and did silly things that kind of messed it all up. We had sure. to start again. So far, we're sticking to the plan. Like as so far, 
there's hope, yeah, but not for not not for the next few years here. Like this is a long term plan. They got they gave yeah. Babcock the eight year deal, mm-hmm. so he can actually be around when this might be turning around. So I'm looking at it five year. At least I'm looking at five years now of in the wilderness. You know, next year we're gonna suck. Like we're, in fact, it'll be fun. I think it'll be more fun to watch than last year. Last year was difficult to watch because we were just rooting for better draft pick and the McDavid sweepstake. But next year we're going to suck, and we won't even have Kessel, who at least, you know, when he decided he was going to show up, he was a prolific goal scorer. Sure. We're going to be brutal, and we're going to be brutal for a few years here, and so we'll, we'll hear- watch, and I watch anyways. My boy, my, and you'll my cheer, cheer, to loves it. cheer yeah. for them to lose. Well, that's, that's <laughs> when I got turned off, because I didn't like, it didn't feel right. And then uh, somebody, like, I'll make a, I don't know, um, somebody will score for the Leafs, and I will go, Yeah! And then one second later, I will remember I actually want to lose this game. And it's, it was so uncomfortable that I realized, like, you know, sports is for fun. It's an yeah. entertainment thing. So I stopped watching. But my 13-year-old still made me watch down the stretch because he still loved it. Like, oh, look at what Morgan Riley and his, his dangle there. And it's like, I know, but I want to lose and I don't want to root for a loss. So I'd rather just not tune in. And not just, watch. You know. So, yeah. But that's the first year I can remember where I stopped watching. Yeah, I've, I don't remember another year where I stopped watching. I don't know if it's the, if it's if it's the Leafs I don't like, or if it is because I, I took my son to a Marley's game. Uh, yeah. uh, they're still the Marley's, right? Yeah, yeah the Marley's, Marley's game. Yeah. Um, and the fight broke out, and I just get turned off. They fight a lot in the AHL. I get really turned. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm soft, but I get turned off with yes. fighting in the like I'm no. I'm, I'm going to become Don Cherry here. I'm a huge UFC fan. So, I don't like UFC, so I'm not opposed to fighting when when that's sort of the that's the mission. Like, yeah, that's the <laughs> you know I'm goal. a big boxing fan. Okay, um, I like combat sports, but when I see combat sports in hockey, well, I mean it's, it's it is disappearing. Like I've, I've it noticed is. a big change even from yeah. five years ago. Like I can see it weaning out. Like we didn't have Colton Orr on the team last year. I think they got him in True. one game at the end, but maybe I've noticed there's no there's no Leaf goon. Like there's no guy who has no, his job yeah, to be a goon. Yeah, maybe it's a hockey thing. I you know it's kind of, I mean I in the game. I let's enjoy game. yeah I enjoy, um you know watching it over the holidays. You know the juniors. Juniors is amazing. Play over the holidays. I was at that uh, gold medal game. That is yeah yeah Canada Russia influencer. I love I love yeah that's right. <laughs> tell us yeah that's right. Um, you and Elvis. No, well, he didn't go. He, didn't he, didn't he, he first of all, he had um, he had tickets, or didn't he? Or he was, I think Chevy was giving him a Chevy did something with him. Okay, he only knows Chevy through me, by the way, because I had a Chevy thing. Um, I was getting married, and I was going to this golf thing. Yeah, and it was a Chevy. Oh man. Anyway, uh, can't remember the names of anything anymore. The ones that the cop cars and taxis were often this particular. I want to say Impala, but I know it's not. Anyway, something that, yeah, it'll come to me later. Yeah. Bottom line is, a great event with Chevy I brought Elvis to, and then he made some contacts. And so they were doing okay. something with Elvis. They were giving, yeah, yeah. not a gold medal game, but it was like a semifinal. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And he gave it to somebody. He didn't oh, go. Okay. He didn't go. Okay. But I, I went to the, yeah, I went to the gold medal game with uh, TELUS, and that was the best thing ever, was being awesome. there for that. Oh, yeah. for sure. I love the World Juniors. Love yeah, it. Yeah, love yeah. It. That's, that, that's hockey I can watch. Look at these young people smoking. Do young people, young people still smoke? Like, they, they still better? do. I don't know. I don't like it. Like it's like, why would you do that? It shortens your life. It costs you money, and you stink afterwards. And you, and yeah, like those are three things that would make me like not want to touch it. It's it's weird because I just quote unquote ordered cigars. What for oh, my brother in law who went to Cuba? Fun. Okay, All right. so I, I've got. I've never s- smoked a cigar. In my I've life. got them sitting in my drawer. Yeah, and I go, when am I going to smoke this? But I was so just anyways. thinking, like, there's a lot of like it just seems like okay, so this thing will it's addictive. So you're you know you're yeah. going to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. 
it will shorten your life. And it, uncomfortable endings, too. A lot of terrible things sure. will likely happen because you smoke. It costs you lots of money. Right oh. there, I'm out. Okay? <laughs> I'm a thrifty guy. I'm out. And you will have this odor where when you go into elevators and stuff, people won't want to be around you. Like, you're going to stink. I don't know what it is. And your breath will sting, and your teeth will be yellow, and your hands will be yellow. I, I don't, don't smoke, so I... <laughs> anyway, I'm no watching clue. this young lady smoke, and it just... Yeah. I hope she knows we're talking about her. Yeah. We'll Don't. let her know after. Maybe she'll hear fr- right. from the dozens and dozens of listeners we have. Let's let's quickly bring this to a close. We won't talk about the Argonauts who never get any luck. I, I have nothing to say about them. And I uh, <laughs> wish them luck, but I don't. I think they're seven and two. I'll watch them if they're in the Eastern and final, and then if they make the Great Cup, I'll watch that as well. What are they? Let's let's quickly check. No, they. I heard if they win tonight, they're first in the league. I heard that on the radio. In uh, like a six-team league. Eight. Seven, eight to eight. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why. I, that's why whenever I have to do those, like. They're six and two. Yeah, I mean, good and for them. I have, I don't know. It really is hard. Like I, I've dropped football completely. I don't yeah. watch any NFL no unless NFL there's either. a. I watch a Super Bowl or a big playoff game. That's another sport I can't watch. I don't like it. Yeah, and I don't like UFC. I've tried it. Don't you've, like you've I, tr- no, it, it, tr- no. It's like interest. smoking. I don't know why you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> don't like your M M M V. What's it called? Ronda Rousey. Know, much music video words. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and we, won't, and we won't talk about the Raptors. I can tell you this because I like the Raptors. I t- the sports I love. I love baseball. Yeah. I love hockey and I love basketball. Nice. No interest anymore. I used to watch a lot of football. I've no. It's just as I get older, I become completely disinterested and disheartened by football. I'm bored with it. It's like a military video game. I, yeah. The pieces seem interchangeable and they, they they break down and they get cast away because they don't have any uh, guaranteed contracts. And these, these No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... It's you know, crazy. If Batista gets injured tonight, he still gets better not happen. He can get nope. lots of money for the rest of his career, Crosby, whatever. But, nah, anyway, I don't like it. Your favorite places in Toronto. You are Toronto Mike, so you must have some favorite Toronto places. Yeah, what do I like? What's your favorite place to bike? I first of all, I very much like the Waterfront Trail. Okay, the new one that they built. Well, that's or, that's only part of it. So that's yeah. the Queens Key part. Yeah. So there's a part of Waterfront Trail that is new, like Queens Key. I just rolled by it. So I live in the west end, but I live in very south. So I live south of Lakeshore, which means I live basically on the Waterfront Trail. So every day I'll take the Waterfront Trail either east or west. Mm-hmm. So if it's west, I go. We'll pass Port Credit to these. Rodeiser Gardens. I can't remember the names of these places, but there's these Jack Darling and these different parks that are like west of uh, Port Credit. Or I'll come east to mm-hmm. like one young street to Sugar Beach or something like that. Yeah. But I also do very much like the Humber Trail. So I will take the Waterfront Trail just before, this is coming from the west, just before that uh, P- Humber Bridge, the white one with the arches. The Yes. Yes. They're like park lawn. Mm-hmm. It's like park lawn. And just before that bridge, I'll. If you go down, you can take uh, up to you can get to AT. Basically, you get to Old Mill. It takes you up to Old Mill. Okay, and then you go through ATN Brule Park, which is along the Humber River, which is beautiful. Yeah. And then you take that into James Gardens. Yeah. So this is like Scarlet. Edwards Gardens. No, James, James Gardens. Gardens. Okay. James, yeah, which is like Rob Ford lives near there. That's the place you know, Rob Ford Land and Scarlet Road and oh, stuff there. Okay, wait. So West End. Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely West End. Yeah. 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 Most of my stuff. Mo- almost everything I do, almost everything I do on the bike is west yeah. of Young Street, just okay. from where I live and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Those are my favorites. Waterfront Trail and the Humber Trail. Those are the ones I'm on the most. And every day I do uh, about 30 kilometers yeah. a day, I'd say. I think. I get the notification on my phone. You're only, I only have five. You know, I only share my rides with <laughs> uh, Map My Ride friends. Yeah. And I only have five of them. Five of them. One's my mom. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you're one too. So you're one of five people who I see my rides. I come back from my two-kilometer walk. 
at lunch, and I see that you and I see that you've biked thirty kilometers the same amount of time. I every day at twelve noon, I get on my bike and do a twenty-five to thirty yeah. k ride every day. That is every awesome. Day. Working from home is the best. Um, you happy with uh, me or Tori? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'm just happy to get rid of that idiot yeah. uh, who I could not stand because he. Speaking of bullies and ignorant fools, mm. that guy was made it. That guy was the worst of the worst. No, I don't even want to talk about him because I had so many fights over this guy during his four years in office. Yeah, so many, I, so many. I don't even want to go back there. But I'm so I'm just very happy to see some normalcy and some uh, peace and proper governance happening at City Hall. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's like umpires. If you don't notice them, they're doing exactly. their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Okay, let's go rap, rapid fire stuff, and and then we'll 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 end this. Sure. Um, I think you've already answered this, but uh, your preference, east or west of Young? West of Young, because everything I do seems to be west of Young. Although I have taken some longer rides to the beaches yeah. and like Kew Gardens area, and then up to Queen Street, and I definitely have more respect for the east of Young. But mainly it's now south stuff. Here. I don't get too north. I'll be honest. You're, I know you're you're the Scarberian. Yeah. Is that right? I never see. It's amazing. I'm Toronto Mike, and I've lived here. My I was born at St. Joe's in Parkdale, and I've I never see Scarborough. I never see it. You need to come out. It's the one part I never see. You need, but, you need to come out so to the bluffs. <laughs> I I would. I'm missing out. I know I'm missing yeah. out. Uh, nor- and so again, it must be south of Blur. I was going to ask you north or south of Blur. I spend most almost most of your time. In fact, what's really north to me now in my new lifestyle here is if I if I hit. St. Clair, to me, it's like I hit like Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'm in St. Clair. Eglinton seems like I've been, I'm in Barry now. George Bell or George Bell Arena? <laughs> I, spend, I, I played every Tuesday night at George Bell Arena. Who is that summer. George Bell? He's a white guy, that's for sure. Because <laughs> they have a picture of him when you walk in. He's like <laughs> okay. a, a white, I don't know, he's some, Just some local he like, you know builder. I think he, was? he was a politician who was in charge of like parks and stuff in the 60s or something. He looks like your typical old white guy from the sixties, you know, conservative. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So it's my son plays there. I was so happy when you once tweeted a picture. I go, "That is amazing." He's he's getting respect in Toronto, but yeah. it's not the George. No, it's, that arena is older than George, I think. But um, that's an old arena. That's a great arena, though. I played in it uh, on that ice every Tuesday night this summer, George awesome. Bell Arena, and me and my boy, and it's the best, the best. And your boy's still pretty young. I don't know if you had this experience yet, but if you ever play on the same line as your son, oh my! To me, that was it. Like I, I was, I, if I had a heart attack and died, it was fine. Like, and I have a little boy, and I hope one day do with him. He's sixteen months, but my thirteen-year-old and I, like, you know what's funny? I always, I won't even shoot on that. I always look to pass to my boy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I might be on one wing, he's on the other, and. I, the center's guy nice. he's, they're all invisible I'm always trying to feed my boy to give him the goal that's everything when I'm out there which that's know, perfect not great for the sport but good yeah. for my kid but when you wrestle do you do you play to win or wrestle when I what when you wrestle with your boy oh you he's a uh, well yeah I used to a lot but he's, he's he strong looks, is he's, he bigger he's, than you he's now? stronger than me now so Jeez. when he became stronger than me I stopped doing you it stopped. I, used to, I, used, I was a horseplay out. king we had hardcore wrestling matches forever He's he's so strong now, and he he will accidentally hurt me. Like, and he doesn't mean to, but he's so strong, I can't do that anymore because he's going to break my arms. <laughs> like, he doesn't know his own strength because he's he's thirteen. So but at thirteen, all right. He's bigger than I've he's bigger than I've ever been. Like he's taller and stronger, and he's got these broad shoulders. He's so just got uh, four more years to go. Um, Jose Bautista or Jesse Barfield? 
well, Batista is the better player, but uh, I do have warm fuzzies for yeah. for Barfield because he was from my drive of '85 team, and I he they follows both me on Twitter the, now. They both, have oh, they the both arm. follow me on Twitter. Actually. They do okay. Well, Batista follows everybody. Have you noticed that? So Barfield and Batista follow me, but yeah. Batista follows like a trillion people. So I, I don't feel anything special. But <laughs> Barfield doesn't follow a trillion people, so I can say, hey, nice. that's something special. Love um, a, you know, I I've seen many a game in like the mid '80s where he would, like, okay, somebody would try to tag up from third and it'd be a deep fly ball into right field and he'll he'll throw a strike yeah to the plate and gun him down and i saw it more than once a strike like doesn't bounce no it's a strike from yeah. deep right field and no one had an i've never seen an arm like his yeah and I, st- I look and it's like i was spoiled and i and i've i've written about this but barfield had a cannon for he an did arm. he yeah. did no one has an arm like that um drake or meek mill Drake, come on. <laughs> I, I heard a lot of me. That, that hip-hop channel yeah. that plays a lot of Drake, plays a lot of me. I heard a lot. No comparison. Drake is a very talented... Uh, he is, eh? He's, yeah, he's very, very talented. talented. And very he's prolific, smart. too. Very and smart. Yeah, very likable guy. What do you like better, the Raptor logo or, or the claw now? I, I like the claw. Like my, my daughter just got a uh, We the North hat that has the claw on the side. And I like the two elements, actually. I like yeah. them together, the nice. We the North and the claw. What's your favorite Toronto band? It's a great question because there's some great Toronto bands. Who's my favorite? I'm a big I'm a big Blue Rodeo guy. Do they count as a Toronto band? Why not, right? But uh, let me. Th- I'm thinking because I don't. I'm not a I'm not a big enough Rush guy to go with the the classic Rush. People want to throw Rush at you and yeah. Real Statics is a cool answer, but I'm a big Lois to the Low guy. I just saw him at the Horseshoe, and they close every episode of my podcast with that song. Low. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rosie and Gray, uh, love Lowest to the Low. That's a great Toronto band. So yeah, there's, we got some good bands. We here, do. But, uh, Blue Rodeo. I saw them at Massey Hall. Like I could see them every time. I could see them at Massey Hall every time they come. Like it's just they're just stellar. Yeah, yeah. Really Back good. in the day, Matt Sundin or Dion Phaneuf? Matt Sundin. Does anyone say Dion Phaneuf in that question? I've, I've never asked anyone this question. You're okay, I, I didn't know. Do that to everyone. I want to know like who says Dion Phaneuf. I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I have a feeling like it's not. It's not even close. Like. I don't think I if you ask a hundred so. people, unless they don't know who Matt Sandin is, which is a different story. True, like really young people, like that smoker over there. But <laughs> I think that a uh, hundred out of a hundred people pick we'll Matt, say Matt Sandin. Sandin. Who's your favorite Maple Leaf of all time? Probably Doug Gilmore. All right, probably Gilmore. I like Wendell Clark a lot, and I wear a Bill Barocco jersey when I oh go my to goodness. games and hip concerts too. I go hip, of course, I love the hip. Favorite Raptor? Oh wow! Past current. I think it's Vince, you know. I had a love-hate thing with Vince because I loved him so much and then he hurt me so much that I hated him and I'm starting to warm up a bit. It might be Vince Carter just because he's the uh, the one Raptor who's like... He put us on the map, I think. Yeah, he transcended. Put Toronto on the map, he, yeah. yeah, he was voted as a starter in the All-Star game every year, I think, and he played in Toronto. Yeah. Like, that's how good he was. Yeah, yeah. Vince, is, Vince is the best. Do you think Pinball will ever be the mayor of Toronto? No, I asked him. I asked him. He was in the... It, the Lakeshore Santa Claus Parade, which goes, it's Mimico, New Toronto, and uh, what's the third one there? Long Branch. Okay. okay. This is my community, okay? <laughs> Mimico, New Toronto, and I'm in New Toronto, but Mimico, New Toronto, and Long Branch is the Lakeshore community. And, oh man, it's, I have stories about that place. But uh, I asked him, and he was at a parade, and he was walking, and I asked him, I, I, I have a feeling no. My answer is no. Yeah. No. That's my hunch. It'll be well. I guess you know, living in Oakville, disqualified. He lives in Oakville. So, yeah, you know, they could always move back. Also, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, that's my guess. Thanks a lot for coming in. 
Hey, man, this was fun. I really appreciate it. I forgot we were recording, so <laughs> that, that's a good sign. Wait, let me check if I... Yes, if you don't, I can't are. reproduce that, you we know. We can redo it. Not I got the notes here. There's some gold in that, uh, that there, Mom. I appreciate your time, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks, thanks for inviting me. We'll talk to the rest of you later on. Bye-bye.